You are now about to experience a chilling podcast with that dude, Blaze. What's going on, guys? Dude Blaze here, and we're back with a brand new episode. Today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about Knott's Scary Farm, our top five best mazes of all time. We're going to throw in our honorable mentions, and today's guest, I got the Exile Bros. What's going on, everybody? It's me. It's me, your boy, Nate. Hey, everyone. It's Matt, the pink clown. What's going on? (laughs) Uh, Just a heads up before we start this. uh, We don't speak for any company or any brands. These are just our own opinions. We're just a few spooky dudes uh, talking about our favorite haunts, you know? Dude, things are starting to open up, and I'm excited about this season, you know? A couple announcements have been coming out, like Midsummer Screams coming up. That's coming up in August. They just announced a surprise one. I thought they were going to cancel it this year. That they were going to supposedly they're going to do like a Christmas thing, but then Curveball, we're having it in August. That's right. So I think that's pretty cool. It's going to be really interesting. It's called Awaken the Spirits this year yes. too, which is yes, be Awaken a the little Spirits. different of an event, different branding at least. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. They don't want to call it a Midsummer Scream, probably because they don't know how. Like, they probably don't know the full size or like the amount of attendance and all that. You know, and I I get it. I wouldn't want to call it my. I yeah, exactly. I wouldn't want. It. I think they sell it too, but I think it might already have has a, have sold out. But I I wouldn't want to call it my my signature event if I if it was a totally different. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like yeah, the scenario around it. So I I get it. I'm just glad they're doing something in general. Yeah, I'm stoked. Um, yeah. Because usually it's out here in uh, Long Beach, but this year they're putting it in uh, Pasadena, the Pasadena Convention Center. Oh, right. So with all these things, like, I don't know, I'm just getting into, like, spooky mode, you know? Like, this is, like, crunch time. And, know. you know, the, we're only able to do a couple more of these episodes before we start getting into our own thing. So That's season... true. We got a lot of secret projects coming up. <laughs> that are Dude, so underway. excited to share that, too, yeah. Yeah, um, excited. and the other thing that's really exciting for me especially is the fact that so um obviously already at six flags um while while working there uh not only do guests but now employees who are vaccinated as well um can walk around without their mask and they can we can perform without our mask and that already is huge it's so huge that's awesome i was just at knots uh, a couple days ago this weekend actually on sunday Went to knots as a guest it was a blast which is funny enough that it was fun because i was looking at all the old maze locations too while I was thinking about my, my all-time list for mazes there. But same thing. Guests didn't have to wear masks. Employees have to wear masks, obviously, with the conditions surrounding it. Um, but super fun. And even last night, I was at City Walk and seeing everyone leaving Universal. Same thing. No masks. And I just was, to me, I was like, this is awesome. This, to me, is showing that I really think we're going to have a full-fledged, full-scale haunt season this year. And I'm super excited about it. I'm, like, super stoked. By the time halloween season is here i think everything is going to be back to normal. oh yeah if things are keep going at this rate i think everything's gonna be back to normal i can see haunts being with no masks you know no plexiglass for the scarers i hope let's you know fingers crossed <laughs> and that's why the rumors we were hearing about horror nights right was there to be plexiglass uh uh between the scarers and the people and let's just hope that everything can go back to normal i mean already i'm, I'm not gonna lie going to a theme park uh and standing in line with hundreds of people with zero social distancing was super weird and not wearing my mask. In fact, it kept, I kept feeling like I was missing something. I kept, like, checking my chin. I was like, where's my mask? Where's my mask? I'm thinking, like, oh, crap, I'm not wearing my mask. And then, like, that's right. I, don't, I didn't even bring one. I didn't even bring one in the park. I didn't even have it on me. So it was just super <laughs> okay. cool. It was just, it, it's just the weirdest, most surreal feeling. Because, like, think about it. Last June, 
we were like, I don't think Fright Fest is going to happen. I don't think haunts are going to happen. But we, we had no idea what was what the whole year had in store for us, right? But look at us now. Like everyone, Everything's already opening back up. Theme parks starting back up. Social distancing is gone. And it's just like, I am super excited. I think to me, that's that means, in my, and I, I, you know, knock on wood, I'm knocking on wood right now. But I think to me, that means haunt season is going full-fledged, not holding anything back. And I'm super excited about that. So, heck yeah. And I think that it's going to be just a normal haunt season. And I think everyone really needs it right now. You know, I, I know I do. It'll be nice. I do you think, do you think, um, like, since we, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I feel awkward still, like, going back into, like, society and, like, talking to people. So I wonder if, like, going back to haunt, like, we're going to remember how to scare people, you know? Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you. I was watching, I saw an old video of myself recently scaring, and I'm like, man, how did I move that fast? <laughs> you know i'm like good god um and also just like in shape as well you know i definitely have a lot of training to do before haunt season starts that's for sure I, I don't know about you guys but i definitely gained a little bit of weight over the quarantine but i you know definitely i'm already working on working on getting that you know getting back into the swing of things but it, it's definitely been a weird just not really doing anything for a whole year you know what i'm saying so it's, it's been really weird but i i'm looking forward to getting back into shape getting back into the training of it you know sliding again that's gonna be fun yes. I'm, I'm really excited dan I'm, I'm excited it's like what we imagine is like heck yeah like i'm stoked let's go full force but then say like a part of me is like am i gonna remember how to do this or <laughs> for me it's you definitely the tricks uh, the sliding tricks for me i'm like crap how do i how did, how did i do that again i gotta remember <laughs> i was gonna kind of go off of what that nate just said too like I'm thinking, like, you guys know how you always get into your routine with all your gear and, like, everything? You have to, like, relearn that all. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you're going to be like, oh, dude, I forgot this, like, key component at home that, like, I never would have made this mistake in a million yeah. years. But, like, now it's at home because I'm just so out of practice with this stuff. Like, that's what I'm kind of worried about. We need to go hit up We need to go hit up uh, a spot to practice again. Just yeah, one like random a- day. A rehearsal, like a gear rehearsal. Yeah. We were like, all right, hey, let's see how quick we can suit up and like gear up and all that. <laughs> That's what we need. I think. I think once we get a couple slides in, like it'll it'll come like second nature. Yeah. It's like riding a bike. Exactly. Yes. Riding it. Riding a unicycle. It's like riding a unicycle. <laughs> let's do it, dude. It's gonna let's be jump in. Let's jump. Let's in jump into, into this. Like I don't know like, about you guys, but every time I've gone to knots, like. I've kind of observed, like, something that's really interesting about Knots, I think, is, like, you can really feel the two or three. I think they have about three maze designers working there. I know it kind of varies over the years, depending, and, you know, people co-create things. But they have primarily what I would consider three main maze designers over the, the last, like, ten or so years that I've been going. And you can really feel, like, the difference uh, between the mazes. Like, it's, and it's kind of unique because... Horror Nights, it almost feels like one cohesive thing where, like, every maze is going to feel like the next maze with just a different theme. Fright Fest is kind of, like, very varied. Like, that sounded weird, very varied. Like, it's all over the place. You know, like, different designers, uh, different years, building on different things, you know, and it's like you kind of get, like, this very unique, like, no maze quite... You know, they all kind of feel like under the Fright Fest family of mazes, but, you know, certain mazes are designed by different in different styles and with different goals in mind. And then knots, I feel like there's like two or three main ones. And do you guys know what I'm talking about with that? Yeah, I, I know exactly. what you're talking about. 
Um, you know, Knotts has been around since what the seventies, right? It's been not scary farm. It's a fifty year high. Yeah, at least seventies. At least it's been going on for fifty or more years. I don't know. I don't quote me on this, but that one documentary, uh, Sliders of Ghost Town. Don't they say like they were the first to do a haunt? Weren't they the first ones to do any haunted attraction? I'd believe it at a theme park, at least. I'm sure going which way is, back to is, like probably 1800, someone was like, "Oh, we could do like a scare thing." But like, yeah, I guess like, you know, an actual theme park event is probably not. That's, I mean, to me, that's like, it. it really, when you go there, it, it's got like, it's really nostalgic, but also eer- that eerie feeling, like, yo, this is like. I just love the creepiness of when you go into like uh, ghost town or like that's just like you when you see the fog, you know, you're at not scary yeah, farm. You can feel the history there. Farm. Definitely. Definitely. Um, something I, I really appreciate, too. So I, I love IP mazes. I mean, I do. I love like, you know, Universal. We, we talked about this last time a little bit. Universal has tons of IPs. They have a lot of really good mazes. Um you know, and it's fun seeing characters and stories, you know, and like living, living the movies going through it. Something I've always really liked about Knott's, though, is that they, they've mainly done original properties, um, kind of like how Fright Fest does. However, at the same time, Knott's generally will get a new maze every year or two ma- new mazes. You know, they usually have a new maze or two every year, you know, which is really cool. I, I love original properties. I, I think, you know, if you can really do an original property well, it's fun. Just it's kind of just fun to see what someone came up with, you know. Um, and there's, there's something special for sure about going through a movie house or like a TV show house, right? You go through like Friday the 13th or you're going through whatever house where there's, you know, you, you can just see the story happening in front of you, especially if you like whatever you're going through, like, like, like the movie or show or whatever it's based off of. But there's something definitely unique and special about uh, having a haunt where most of their mazes and things they do are original properties. Uh, I know Knott's has done a few IPs in the past, but for the most part, they're original, you know? And obviously, like, there's some that are definitely misses, but there's a lot that are hits. And I, you know, I, there's definitely a couple really awesome mazes that they produce. Knott's has actually produced a couple of my favorite mazes of all time, including, like, ones that were, if I had to make a top five list of all time, they'd have, like, I think two, at least two that are on my top five of all time. So, you know, and that's just because they're trying new things and they're always getting new mazes. If you went to Knott's and you didn't go back for, like, five to six years or maybe maybe even more but every five six years you could probably go back and have a completely new set of mazes you know and that's something i think is really cool they really yeah. hit the mark with like you know um with like traditional haunts you know like they have that old school feel of like you know like a bat like a home haunt kind of thing like kind they have yeah. their different like mazes but like it's amped up because you know they have so much room and probably the budget for it you know so definitely um and i thing is too is that you can tell they're really proud of their haunt too um and it's kind of like that haunt culture a little bit where it's the people that make knots that are ones that are are really like the ones running the show you could you could tell they're very proud of what they do and you can tell they have a lot of history kind of on their back kind of pushing them forward to make new things you know and to, to take different steps and I think that kind of makes them a little bit innovative. Excuse me. Knotts has done some really fun and innovative themes and also things in their mazes that are really cool because 
if you think about it, doing a haunt for that long, it definitely gets hard to keep coming up with new stuff. So you have to be extra innovative. And I think a lot of their mazes do some really fun things. And a lot of their themes are really fun too. You know, like definitely like the last couple of years, especially like a lot of my stuff from my top five list is from the most recent years. And I think it's just because they keep coming up with like fun ideas. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it'll take a simple theme, but take it one step further. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I think Nas does that very well. And the people that work at Knots as well, I say the scarers and scare actors, um, a lot of my friends included, they're all also very, very proud of their position and, and proud of working at Knots. You know what I'm saying? A lot, all, like almost everyone that I've ever met from Knots is, has, is very, very proud to have been working at Knots and to be or currently working at Knots or have to work at Knots in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they and, I, and that's kind of cool because they're, you know, I, I like it because they all take it very seriously. They take what they do very seriously and like they're, they're happy to be there. They're proud to be there, you know? So, and you, you can definitely tell when you go through knots. A lot of the monsters that you run into are, are, you know, they definitely have a certain intensity behind them, you know, for better or for worse, but usually for better. I do want to say what's awesome about that, though, too, is, like, the characters that, you know, you, you become to, re- you, you get to recognize and you get to learn, um, those are all original, like, characters, too. So, like, yeah. some of those guys, like, definitely. have created that, um character and like built a backstory to it and you know you you become fans of them and um they're there every year so like i think that's pretty pretty neat um on knots's part is that they let their actors uh have free create creativity with their monsters definitely yeah i would agree with that too and i was thinking too along the lines of what you guys are saying about how much variation they put on things and how they've had to like innovate over the years I think it's funny, too, to see, like, you're going to see a lot of strange kind of, like, off-putting themes in Knott's Mazes. Like, not all of them, but sometimes where they have, you know, very much they have success in theming, they also have the opposite side of the spectrum. And they have themes that make me scratch my head or actually laugh. Yeah, and <laughs> definitely. I know you guys I agree. Probably, yeah, everyone probably listening probably agree. Like, it's just like, man, that one really, you know, from concept to, like, how it played out really <laughs> didn't seem like it realized its original mm-hmm. vision. You know, there's certain things um, like, the, like the depth maze. I'll just use the depths as an example. You know, I purposely didn't uh, look that one up or like what it was about because I didn't want to um, spoil anything for myself. So I'll just give you guys like what a total novice, like I kept myself in the dark here. This is what I interpreted from the depths. Okay. It's like a coastal sea cave and a mine team goes down there and then finds some temples and ruins and stuff and that's the theme do you guys see how what i'm saying like how much weirder that is than just yeah. like this one's a haunted house <laughs> yeah. yeah or like yeah i get what you're saying they they definitely what i've noticed and not said a lot and this is again it's for for better or for worse you know you could argue for or against this point is they they like to take two two different types of themes and put them mash it together a little bit yes definitely i've definitely seen that like some good examples are like for instance the depths they have a mining, right? I know they've done like kind of mining or like kind of like westernish because mining is kind of a western theme, right? They've kind of done some mining and, and underground themed mazes before. I don't think they've ever done a, a nautical themed maze, but they kind of took both those themes and kind of put them together into one. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, like they're it's a mining team, and there's also like yeah. they they accidentally unearth all these like sea creatures. But it's like you're not really under the sea, even though you go onto a ship, you know, in that maze and stuff. But like it's just kind of like what is a shark. He has like a shark. He's like an octopus <laughs> creature. You go like onto the harbor, like you're out of the cave all of a sudden, even though you went down into it. But now you're yeah. like 
it, it's weird. There's a lot of, but you know what I'm saying? They, they do that with a lot of things, like, where they, they tried taking their stories a couple steps. Like, their Space Maze kind of did that a couple years ago. If you remember the Space yeah. one, that was yes. a little, unfortunately, a little short-lived. Like, I would like to see that go, a little, you know, expand on that a little bit. But where it's like, yeah, it's, you know, oh, it's really cool you're in space and there's some really cool themes, but then it's just, like, not, like, a lot of things in it really cool, but it was, like, just didn't quite hit the mark, you know? But I still appreciate them going for it. You know what I'm saying? I, I still really appreciate they went for it, but just not quite where you where you want it to be. But then there's also some really good themes, too. Like, there's a couple I don't really want to say, for instance, because they might be on my, my top five list, but maybe when we get there today, I'll, I'll talk about that, where there's, like, two themes put together into one to make it like one really cool theme you know they've done that for better too and there's like i said i have a couple examples but we'll get to those when we get to those i don't want to say what it is yet and talk <laughs> about it too much before exactly before i actually talk about the maze but um in fact three of my mazes on here or more yeah three of my mazes on here do do all what i'm talking about where they take two themes that are kind of different and put them together and it makes this really cool like one big cool theme so yeah, yeah. you know but it's fun. Like the innovation is really fun. Another thing I really appreciate that Knotts does too that I've I've seen. They're the only ones that do this. So you have some haunts like Universal, which every year they just wipe their lineup and they get a brand new lineup, right? They might reuse some of the props. They might go back onto properties again, but almost always, like ninety five percent of the time, it's brand new lineup, right? Every year, except for the occasion like House of a Thousand Corpses or. You know, La Llorona, even though they changed it, you know, so like stuff like that, where they usually they might have the similar property, but it's a little different. They usually kind of mix it up, but it's almost always new. Six Flags definitely gets some new stuff, uh, you know, but not not super super frequently. But they, they do get some new stuff here and there. Um, but you know, they do every once in a while. Knots, on the other hand, will always consistently get like two to three brand new mazes. But what I really think is cool that they do is they go through all their pre-existing mazes and instead of just kind of ignoring them and letting them be, they actually uh, do something to it to make it different. You know what I'm saying? So even if you're going through, whether it's adding a scene, whether it's extending it, making it shorter, cutting some stuff out, or like putting in new scenes, um, I've seen them do things, like if you guys remember the uh, the Bayou maze, right? Where the mm -hmm. depths is now. They had it for a couple years. The second year, they added in an extra scene or two to it. The third year, they reverse the entire layout. So you enter from the back and exit yeah, from cool. the front. And stuff like that where it's like, you know, that's a little touch, but it's really interesting because it makes a maze feel different and new, even though you've already been through it before. And they always do that every year. They, they take their mazes and they just tweak it a little bit uh, so that it, it seems like it's all new. So, yeah, and I, I like that. It's always kind of fun. Even a maze that you like, you can go in, there's a little things here and there that are different. Speaking of Tweak, later oh. on in this podcast, uh, we're going to have a speed round with him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice segue. Oh, yeah. The short circuit. Short circuit's <laughs> coming back. We're hopefully going to be hardwiring his his uh, his clown brain here. <laughs> and uh, we'll see if we can't get some of that yellow hair to ignite with fire as his brain's overloading. It's going to be like that scene from SpongeBob where he's trying to remember his name. <laughs> that's, that's kind of our goal with the short circuit. You know? So we'll see. But we will get to that after the podcast is over. All right. So what do you say, guys? Should we get into this? Let's do it. I'm down. Are you down? I'm down. Yeah, who wants to go first? Who's down? I'm, I'm down. I'm down. You want to go first? All right. All right. All right. I'll go first. Uh, all right. Number five. Number five. Number five. 
<laughs> I'm going to go with Paranormal Inc. Lame. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, right I'm joking. off the bag, lame. That's a great maze to, to put a five. Maze. Number five. I'm, I'm shocked it's that low. And I, I cannot wait to hear the rest of yours. Number five is Paranormal Inc. Um, the reason I picked that, I think it's really... I like the pre-show. The pre-show that they have there, you know, you're going in, you have... Uh, it's like a you know, paranormal TV investigation type thing. And then this like thing comes shooting out from the top, which I've never seen before ever done at a haunt. He's like zip lines right across your <laughs> over your head. And then you're going through and they have a bunch of cool, like effects in there, which is awesome. Like I like when they like, there's a scene where you're walking through and then you see like these demon creatures and they're like, I don't even know how to say it, but they're like, they have like, they're tied up to a rope and they're either going up this like chute or down the chute. And like they're going upside down, they're over your head. Um, there's a lot of good scares in that. The they're I think they use masks in that maze. And a lot of the demon creatures, they they look awesome. They're like badass like demons. Um that's why it was my number five. Uh a lot of good scares, a lot of cool effects in that. Um you know, it's been there for a few years. Um, like you're saying, like they do change it up uh, here. Um, but I think that that first scene where like, uh, you know, that pre-show, I think that's what what makes it for me. Definitely. Um, you know, that that maze, I, I have a lot of good stuff to say about it. It is on my top five list, so I'll, I'll wait to talk about it more then. But, you know, just like I was saying, what did I say earlier, right? Taking two themes and putting them together into one. This is one of the ones I was talking about, right? They take they take uh, paranormal like uh, investigation shows, right, which is a theme of its own, and ghosts, and they kind of turn it into like a haunted house, but you're also like there's a paranormal investigation team in a way, but you're also like on a show, you know what I'm saying? They kind of make it seem like you're supposed to be on a show, and it's kind of a mixture of like an asylum mixed with, you know, a paranormal investigation show and ghosts. There's a there's a kind of a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? yeah it's like more than just one theme kind of in there and they, they kind of put it all together and there's a lot of like you said really cool moments in there as well so that makes sense what you're saying like an asylum too because there's also a yeah. scene where like you're w walking through and they have like the camera set up to like a rocking chair and you don't yeah. see anything on the rocking chair and it's like moving back and forth but on the tv screen you see like there's a ghost like sitting in it and like but yeah paranormal ink number five that was that was that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number five. That. I'll clap for that. Just taking uh yeah, I'll just I got it, guys. Don't worry. All right, I got this. I got this. Here we go. Right, number five. This is a weird I got a weird one coming from you. So you said, Blaze, you've been going to, to Knott's since 2008, you said, right? Yes. Okay, so my first year going was 2009. Uh same with Matt. We went together. I remember um that was the year after we went to a uh, Fright Fest in 2008. That was our first time at a haunt. So yes. the year after, we're like, okay, 2009, we love haunts so much. Let's go to all of them. Let's go to Universal. Let's go to Fright Fest. And let's go to Knott's. We want to hit everything, right? Let's let's go. So we went to Knott's the first time. And I'm not going to lie. Something about that, too. I mean, it, it varies. Probably because it was brand new to me, the haunt scene. But I have so many memories from the 2009 Knott's Scary Farm haunt that it's just like just kind of like how I do from 2009 Horror Nights as well. It's just so memorable in my head. 
Um, some of the mazes, although a little bit campy to go back and look at, just really stuck out to me. And this maze that I have as number five for me is one of those mazes. A little bit campy, a little bizarre, but it was a blast. Um, my number five maze is Labyrinth. It was Labyrinth, 2009. And I'm not sure when it came back. I'm not sure when it started or how long it was there for, but uh, the one I went on in 2009. I loved Labyrinth. It was my favorite maze of that year that I went. Um such an interesting haunt. It really felt like a backyard haunt just put into like a, a big theme park with a better budget. And it was just so interesting. One of the reasons why I loved Labyrinth as much as I think I did was because of the location. It actually took place at the time. there. So in camp, okay, it's hard to, how do I explain this? In Camp Snoopy, uh, there's a ride. So it's a balloon ride. I, I can't remember what it's called. I just saw it. It's, it's back. They have it They have it there at Not Still. But it's like a kid's ride. It's like this balloon ride where you sit in these balloons and like it spins you around, kind of like Dumbo from Disneyland, right? Um, they, they At the time, they didn't have that ride in. I think they were like, they had taken it out because they were like refurbishing it. So they had that entire plot of land where that ride was open. The thing about that ride is, though, it's on like this elevated surface. It's like Camp Snoopy's really a, a, a pretty looking land because there's a lot of like elevation to it. And there's a lot of like natural features like, right, they make they make that part of the theme park really well themed. But some of the rides are on different elevations. So this balloon ride is like kind of back over. Like you have to go over these like train, like up this walkway over a train station. They have like a little kids train that runs through like the little area. And it's like up on top like this back area. And it's really, really a weird location. So the the maze literally took you up these stairs. So you go to the entrance, right? You go through the, the labyrinth and it's spooky. And it's kind of themed to like a, uh, uh, um, I guess like you can call it a market pantry pans labyrinth, the movie, right? Like very <laughs> like whimsical characters and fawns and elves and, and a bunch of these just really weird like floral creatures, like, you know, just bizarre characters you'd find from like pans labyrinth. The, the movie Labyrinth with uh, David Bowie. Um, you know, it's like that, where it's like just bizarre characters and really fun, weird characters. And which is already a really fun theme because that's the first time I ever saw a maze like that, where it's like these mythological creatures, right? And I don't really think I've seen a lot of mazes like that. But the cool thing was you literally had to enter it. You go into where the exit of where the balloon ride is, which is up the staircase. So you have to go up these stairs and then you make a turn up the stairs. Once you get up to the second staircase, there's a couple scarers there and stuff, and you're behind some of the walls. And you go into, like, this, like, this big, big room, and it has this big, like, swing on it with all these flowers on it. And there was, like, this one, like, fairy girl who, like, looked kind of creepy, and she would always sit, be, like, singing some kind of, like, lullaby on there and, like, swinging on it. And then you take a right going towards where the balloon ride would have been through, like, a little tunnel, and there's, like, a fawn in there. And it was all this weird stuff would happen. There was, like, a statue room that was really cool. There's like, two scarers on these, like, pedestals and, like, five dummies, right? There was like all these really cool. There's like a kind of like a mirror esque room, but the whole time you're seeing these really interesting characters. But you're like up elevated, like off of the beaten path. You know what I'm saying? Like you could almost see the maze from just walking around. But because of its location, it was so unique. You had to like walk up these stairs to it, and then even on the way down, it had like this whole walkway going all the way down through like where the entrance of the balloon ride is now. Currently, once they put the balloon ride back, but you would go down there, and that's where the maze would end, and you'd, you'd be ended back on the, the main path. But just the location of the maze is really unique. And I remember just walking up all these stairs and just, you get, you get so lost. And I think I really liked that because it felt like you were in uh, a real labyrinth. Cause I was kind of like, I know this park well enough to know where I am, but I just, this is so weird. Cause we're like up and you had to go up these stairs. And now we're like walking doing like switchbacks, like through a maze. And now you're going back downstairs. They even had one of their knots loves to put their animatronics into. Right. And they had, they had the stone golem. Right. If you guys, 
the stone golem, which has actually been in a lot of mazes, if if I remember correctly, that's the first time they ever used that stone golem was in the labyrinth. There's a scene where you walk down these stairs and there's just this massive animatronic stone golem. And it was just really cool. And I remember Matt even took a photo of me standing in front of it in 2009. <laughs> I saw the photo. Um, but yeah, it was so funny just being like, wow, that's so cool. I remember I seeing an animatronic be like, that was an awesome stone golem. Then you turn the corner. It was just super cool. Like just you're like in a tunnel with all this ivy on either side whimsical creatures and just the location really did, did it for me because like they they can't have a mazer anymore because they they put the they they reinstalled that ride once they fixed it and they refurbished it so i haven't seen a maze up there since i i think you walked up there and walked past it during the infected scare zone like back when that used to be in the scare zone rather than a maze right. like that where you, you run around shooting the zombies for a few years they had infected like running through the entirety of can't Snoopy, but I I think you walked up there during that, but besides that, that's it's just a ride, and they just have it closed off, obviously during haunt, because they don't have any of the kids' rides open. But yeah, it, it's just such a weird spot to have a maze, and just such a fun location because you had to go like up and like into like this labyrinth, basically. You know, it wasn't just like you could just see it from ground level; it was like kind of hidden by. It was just so cool, like the way they had it. You know, like you you literally had to walk above a train track to get there. You know, it was just so weird and just like really really fun. So that maze really sticks out to me. I, I love that maze. Man, I wish they'd bring it back. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to see a modern rendition of that maze. Yeah, I think you really, <laughs> that's a really good uh, pick. Had a good, yeah, you had a good point, Nate. The elevations in that maze were like absolutely incredible. Like just a maze that takes place on three or four different planes. Yeah, so Super neat. Weird. So such a haunt feel, and uh, just a different like tone to that maze. Yeah. Um, just like quiet and ethereal and spooky and yes, yeah. good pick. Thank you. I remember the song they played too. The song they played wasn't a custom song. I've heard it on a lot of things before. It's um, um, I, I can't I can't really describe it. I'm obviously not gonna sing it for you guys. But they they played the song in there that was really like this, like da na 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 na. I know. I just decided to do it anyway. Yolo. All right, whatever. Let the world hear my voice. Uh, but yeah, it was like this, like yeah. I just man, it was so interesting and quiet and weird and bizarre. And like you said, the elevations just were so weird. You kept going like up and down stairs because it was, it was like located on like a ride platform that was like up and like off of the beaten path. So really cool maze. Definitely my number five. I mean, honestly, it might even be my up my number four, but I don't know. You know, this and my I'll just say my number five, number four are probably interchangeable. They're probably they're both kind of like probably have the same score, you know. But I just was really excited to talk about Labyrinth, so I got number five, so I could talk about it soon. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember going into that in 2008 the very first yes. time i went and i remember that gold that stone what do yeah. you call it what is it called the, the stone, stone golem 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 yeah the golem yeah okay um and like that <laughs> animatronic really stuck out to me and uh it's funny when we went to that taste of knots for like halloween yeah. time that was actually there yeah they like, had it out there i saw it they had it out in the walkway you could like see it so, but yeah, that thing's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. But I just love like you, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like we're like the, we're like the balloon ride is now. Like yeah. The hot, yeah. It's like the hot air balloons kind of. Is it the one? Okay. You're saying that it spins in a circle. I, I can't yeah, remember like. You, oh, it's, you kind of, you know where, um, 
And I, I, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I know why they had that ride out. They had the balloon ride out because they were, I think that was right before they built uh, Sierra Sidewinder. You know where Sierra Sidewinder is? That uh, roller coaster? It goes around yeah, the yeah, balloons. Yeah, yeah. Like the first oh, big yeah, drop right, goes around right. that balloon ride. Uh, and I think they had that ride taken out because they were about to start building Sierra Sidewinder because I think it was right before that ride, that roller coaster was built. So, which is why they had the balloon ride up, taken out for a couple years. So they just kept putting a maze there um, or whatever reason. But yeah, that that's where the balloons are. And the, the balloons are still there. They have the balloons there. I just saw it when I was there on Sunday. But, you know, and it's just, I, every time I see like the walkway, the little staircase up to it, I just, it brings me back. I'm like, wow, you know, I should have walked up there, honestly. Next time I go to Knott's, I'm going like, <laughs> to like walk up the exit of that ride just to kind of like see if I can kind of like get some, you know, nostalgia from that. That maze. I'll call security. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should I go ahead with my number five? Yeah. Do it. Do number it. Number five. Do it. All right. I'm down, I'm going. Dude. My number five pick. Uh, this one, it was kind of hard to place again in the top five, but I'm going to put this one at number five just because I feel like just objectively the other mazes are higher quality. But... One of my personal favorites uh, was Lockdown the Asylum. Oh, that's and, cool. uh, I went in this one 2009. It was my first time going in this. And then I went in a little bit different version of it in 2010. And I believe that that was the last time that we saw it. Don't quote me on that, though. It might have stuck around for another year or two. But uh, Lockdown the Asylum, that one, uh, it was probably, looking back at it, it's probably my favorite just asylum theme maze. Um Really reminded me of I'm totally blanking on the name right now. Nate, you might know it. It's a it's a horror game that features an asylum, um, and uh, you like walk around. You know what I'm talking about? It's not phasmophobia, right? Not phasmophobia. So you, you walk around a, an asylum in that game too. Yeah. No. You know what? I will. Uh, I, it has a funky name. But I, I will look it up and uh, I'll have it by the end okay. of this podcast. I'm sure I remember what you're talking about, but <laughs> but it, this 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 maze is like. It, it was very much like a like layout. That was why I am putting this on my list. It's like the layout was so much fun. Obviously, insane asylum. A lot of uh, crazy um, characters walking around. Like this is an insane asylum gone bad. Where who knows? Doctors doing experiments. You know, patients who are like have been turned into like some kind of mutant hybrids running around. I mean, it's just like a lot of different like insane asylum themes. Just packed into one haunted house um yeah. but i just feel like this one the layout of it was just very much like man i'm really walking through a building right now it's like a very uh very disoriented like realistic feel a lot of like chain link fence where you could like see through to other rooms that you're about to go into later on um little windows and stuff like that where you do the same you'd be like wait how are those people over there am i going to go through that later or i wonder if i took a wrong turn or whatever and then like exactly, you go through yeah. it later on and yeah so very much a cool layout and that's why i think i put it so high it's probably my favorite all-time asylum maze that i've seen done and that's a theme that's probably been replicated at least a dozen times that i've been on so very cool uh, were you guys able to go on that maze ever yeah, right i i definitely got to go through it i remember going through i think once or twice um and it's kind of fuzzy memory for me, but I do remember seeing it and walking through it. And I know what you're talking about. I, I remember like walking in and the first thing I saw was a chain link fence. And you can see past it. And I saw a scene where there was a guy like on a staircase, like a, like a, a, like an inmate. 
or like uh, one of the patients, the stand on the side of the patients, and he was like standing up on the staircase, kind like, of elevated stair. And I, but you can like see it when you first walk in. And I've been like, whoa, that's cool. And I, I remember going to like the janitor room, like the shower for some reason. I'm not sure why those stuck out to me, but I remember that really well. But I do yes. remember that maze. It was it was a really weird layout. You're right. It was almost like you can see through the whole haunt all the way when you by first walking in, kind of like how um, uh, brutal planet was, you know, because of the chain link mm-hmm. fence. You could right. you could all you could like see super deep into the maze, but you you didn't get there quite yet. And you do a lot of weird turns, and the layout was very very interesting. Yes, it was definitely a cool layout. Really felt like you were in a building. I'll have to go look back and see. Maybe they have like a POV or something. Yeah, yeah, they do. They have a couple. I watched one this this morning. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they definitely have a few cool ones, but it's old school, so you got to kind of. <laughs> You have to kind of take it with a grain of salt when you're seeing a video because it was definitely cool going through. But like when you're watching the POV video, it's like kind of like <laughs> people are like glowing in the dark because like the night vision wasn't as good back then. And like <laughs> you see like an actor just like hanging around with his little metal tip, fing- you know, finger like gloves and just like it's like, dang, they didn't even give that guy a hiding spot. Knots used to do that a lot, too. Like, I don't know if we've talked about that yet. I don't think we have. But Knots, I don't know if you guys remember. Knots just like they used to design mazes where dudes would just be hanging out in the, in the middle hallway. of the hallway yeah. <laughs> like i don't have a hiding spot no no you just you just in this hallway just bang the wall <laughs> yeah you just hit, hit on the wall with your hand i i totally know what you're talking about i will find the name of the game that that maze reminds me of and you guys definitely should check this game out like at least just watch like a quick little two minute youtube video on it, it is a wild game okay i'll clap for that i'll clap for that <laughs> i think i got quiet for a second <laughs> I hope this is, I hope this gets edited out. I'm gonna edit oh, this yeah. out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Should I'm we go into our number fours? Yeah. Oh, I got it. Oh, <laughs> sorry oh. guys. It's called Outlast. 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 Okay. Outlast. It, gotcha. Outlast. You can play it on the computer or on Xbox, PlayStation. It's a. It's a. Um, game where you go in and you only have like a camera and you go into a, an insane asylum and there's all these monsters in there and like you have to like use the camera and some points you have to turn on night vision to see in the dark and whatnot and your batteries are dying it's a very intense game it's called outlast and yes. the playthroughs of that game are actually good and scary enough to watch where you could watch the whole game through and i've done it and it was like watching a horror movies very scary <laughs> <laughs> but it's also funny because you get to hear somebody freaking out but anyways <laughs> All right, number four. Number four. I'm going to go with The Depths. Nice. And that, because they had a lot of good scenes. Like, my favorite scene in that maze was when they had, like, these shark people, and they had, like, fog, like, at waist level. So, like, these shark creatures are, like, going into the fog and then coming back out, like, in a different I'm like, holy cow, like, yeah, it just fun. makes you nervous because you don't know, like, if you're going to step on somebody, you're going to run into something, because you can only see, like, from your waist up, because the fog is so low, and they have, like, these, like, laser lights that are, like, or it's not even a laser light, but it's just like, a light that is at waist level, and it's that illusion of, like, you know, what's underneath you. Yeah, it's like, like the you illusion have no idea. of, uh, like, you're wading through, like, waist-high water is kind of what it is, you know? Yeah. 
um, a lot too. They had this scene where um, I think the like the wall was like shaking. My favorite. Okay, so the funniest thing, and we didn't even expect it, but you, we were going through, and I remember you like, I was right behind you, and I saw like this like puppet thing like shaking around in one of the walls, and then it just like shot out right at you, and the, like you dropped <laughs> to the floor. And you're like, dude, like you you did not expect it to go out that far. And like, that was like funny to me. Uh, That was, that was a good scene. Cause I didn't, I didn't expect that. Neither did you obviously. And uh, that to me, like that, that's a really good scare too. Um, Number. Yeah. So that's my number four, the depths. I mean, I, Um, I like, um, I, I agree with Matt how the theme of that kind of hit missed the mark a little bit, but it was a fun maze. I I love nautical theme stuff too. Like I love the pirate theme. I love like the the uh, the pirate theme or the um like kind of like the ocean kind of nautical fun. I, I really enjoy that kind of theme a lot. I think there's a lot of really fun stuff you can do with it because the ocean kind of is a scary place if you really think about it. Um, my favorite thing about that maze though, like you said, which I love, it was the gimmicks. So the like the waist high water thing, all the fog that made it seem like you're on like this misty like ocean area, and definitely the best part of that whole maze is going through that 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 pirate ship that's rocking back and forth. You know, I think that's so cool. You go through an actual pirate ship, right? Like first of all, you go over like this this like walk like up this elevated walkway, and you take that octopus thing that's like above like the fog, and then you go to that pirate ship that like shakes back and forth. And I think that was really cool because you're walking through literally a rocking ship, and it, it makes a really really fun. Uh, it makes a very fun um, experience. That's the way to put it. Really fun experience. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I think that depths is a, it. Definitely has some fun stuff going for it. Like if they could really re, they could revamp it. I, I think it's coming back. I was just there on Sunday, and you're, I was walking to the, to my car, and you walk past where that maze is, and you can like see, you can see the gate pretty easily. You know, I, I didn't stop to look at it, but it looked like the entrance was still up. So I'm pretty sure that maze is coming back. This year, that's a fun one. It, it is really a fun is. one. Um, so I hope they, they, they have, you know, kind of re- revamp it a little bit. I remember seeing too. I think uh, there's a picture on one of the, like the Wikipedia sites of like the Kraken, and like the eyes are glowing. It's like very yeah, like, like the octopus uh, thing. fluorescent, <laughs> and it's so cool. Like that, that's like a fr- pretty cool. Um, uh, anima- uh, what do you, what you call them? Animatronic or like? Yeah, prop- you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, that, that whole room's badass because you literally walk up to that pirate ship. You're on an elevated platform. It's all foggy below your feet, and you can see the uh, the octopus with like the light up eyes sticking out of the fog, right? And it's supposed to be like the octopus is shaking the ship. That's supposed to be what it is, because um, he has his oh. tentacles wrapped around the ship. But you can literally, as you're walking into the ship, you see it rocking back and forth. I remember seeing that being like, we're not about to get thrown around, are we? Sure enough, you go into the ship and you're just like, whoa, like the floor is like tilting and the walls are shaking and stuff. And it's like really, really fun stuff. That's the kind of innovation I was talking about when we were talking about knots earlier, where it's like, you know what I'm saying? That's something I've never seen done before. And I think that's really, really cool that they, that they, they did that. You know, it's so fun having like a shaking part of the maze. It's so different and interesting. It's not as bad as like that. That's actually really fun because it's not as bad as like going through a tunnel where it's like spinning underneath you and like yeah like we were talking in like the yeah. last episode where it's like I felt really disoriented and about to fall over. This one 
was just like shaky and it's like like you don't know exactly how far this thing is gonna move to the right or to the left um yeah so it's kind of just it, ge- it gives you that slight unbound right. walk through you know but it makes it it really does it lays a good um like it kind of gives you that really good uh feeling that yes you're on the you're on the water and you're on a ship you know what i'm saying I, and i like that a lot and it's it's themed throughout it's you're right it's better than a tunnel that spins because it's not <laughs> a tunnel that spins it's literally like wood on all sides of you you know and you can see things shaking and stuff it just looks like you're on a pirate ship and it's really cool so that's probably my favorite part of the whole maze is that that one scene right there. So that that scene leading up to it where you see the octopus is a massive room. Because you can literally see the entirety of the pirate ship that's shaking and you can also see like the octopus stuff. It's a big room, you know? I'll clap yeah. for that. I will I'll clap, clap for that. that. I will clap, clap for that. that. Yeah. They had a lot of cool like uh you know masks for that too. Like they had those shark things and uh pirates and Yeah. Just yeah, a lot, a lot a lot of good scares in that. Really unique really different i will i will applaud the fact that it's very unique very different and that i will clap for yes clap for that i'll Um, clap for that yeah all right okay i'm gonna get to mine sounds good man if you're all done i will get into nate's excellent number four choice for mazes again remember this one is now i could interchange this one with labyrinth very very cool maze though once again, coming from 2009, funny enough, way back, it's going to be Cornstalkers. Cornstalkers. Now, I know this is you know a kind what? of a dark horse. Sorry to butt into you, Nate, but that is also my number four, so I'll jump in on this one with you no. as well. Yes! Let's yes. go! Number four. Every time, dude. Number four. Okay, so Cornstalkers, man. I... what. Corn stalkers, to explain what it is, is a maze <laughs> that is exactly what it sounds like. You're going through a cornfield, there's some scarecrow slash corn husk people, and they're I don't really know what they're trying to do. It's ambiguous. Are they trying to eat you? Are they trying to kill you? I don't really know. It's just they're stalking you and they're gonna get you, you know, but uh, after that you can use your imagination. You're right. Uh, kind of a weird theme. I loved it though. It's just very, very classic. Like you guys know me. I'm a sucker. I've talked about it so many times now uh, during our, our our maze counts. I'm a sucker for cliche classic Halloween things. I love classic, like, spooky or, like, haunted house, old-fashioned, like, pumpkin patch, jack-o'-lantern, like, witch skeletons, like, just your typical classic silly Halloween fun, like vampires, werewolf stuff. I love that stuff. And this maze is right up that alley. It's, it's you're in it, you're literally in, like, a pumpkin patch, a cornfield, and there's, like, these corn husks slash jack-o'-lanterns slash, like, uh, burlap sack people and they're just coming out of the corn and scaring you and it's very simple but a very very fun theme and it ends very intense too because you start out going through the cornfield and you go through one basically you, you go through one building go into a cornfield you go into a big barn at the end and it's kind of an intense ending and then you go out the barn through some more corn and you're done um once again though i will say what really did it for me for that maze is the location <laughs> the location really got me good the location was also near Camp Snoopy, along the side of Camp Snoopy. It was between the walkway and the gate where the park, or not the gate, but like the, the fence where the park ends, right? So literally five feet to your right is the street, is whatever street that is uh, that goes next to Knott's. So there's, there, you can literally hear cars driving past you, which is kind of <laughs> funny. But you, it was in the stagecoach track 
so Knott's Berry Farm has a stagecoach uh, ride that goes around like Camp Snoopy and some of the areas, and you ride in an actual stagecoach with, with it's a horse-drawn stagecoach, right? As part of their uh, their their Western theme, and it was they literally like that. And that's what I'm saying. They they take this haunt very seriously because they literally shut down that ride for the entirety of September and October, just so they could have a maze on the walkway. And it was such a fun location because you're going into parts of the park you never get to go into, right? Like you're actually walking on the stagecoach track. Um, you're like behind the scenes kind of, but you're going through all this corn. You go into like a building. There's some scares in there. You go through more corn. You see some scarecrows. Oh my God, that scarecrow is real. You go through some corn. Oh my God, a pumpkin guy just jumped out of that corn. You're going through more corn. Hey, look, there's a barn. There's a scarecrow guy in the barn. Would you guess it? More corn. And then you get out and there, the ending was really cool too. The ending had a guy in a bungee cord sitting on top of like this. I, I can't remember if it was like a barn or what it was. He sitting on top of something. Uh, and he jumps down from it and, like, scares the crap out of you. Another scarecrow guy, but a bungee scarecrow guy. So it's just really fun, you know. And it it gave me um, serious uh, Jeepers Creepers vibes, like the movie Jeepers Creepers, right, with the cornfield and stuff. It's just, like, such a fun and simple theme. And just the fact that the location was so bizarre. Like, the maze was super, super long, but wide it was not. It was very narrow but long. You know what I'm saying? So it started out from freaking where, um, like Camp Snooky, Camp Snooky, Camp Snooky, <laughs> Camp Snooky, Jersey Shore. Started on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> it started out on uh, near the fair, so near the Ferris wheel in Camp Snoopy, across where like the truck ride is, like the little kids' truck ride, and then it goes all the way down the track, all the way down the track for uh, the uh, uh, what's it called, the, uh, the stagecoach track. It goes, like, towards the accelerator, towards that direction, right? But you go all the way back past, like, the the uh, the, the Mexican hat dance, the one like that ride with, like, the sombreros, with the spinning sombreros, and also past the, the, the pirate ship ride. And it goes, like, through the Fiesta area, right, uh, of the park. And then it goes around the back, and it exits kind of where the train track crosses the... Uh, it ended where the train track crosses, kind of like where, where Shadowland kind of let you out to. The last couple years, that's where it ends. Like, over by, like, where the train track area is. You know, like, that, that big train, uh, that the holding building. And that's where the big barn was, was right there. In that corner, like, to the, the side of the train area. And then you walk out, and that's where you exit. So, really, really weird layout, because it was so thin, but long. You're just doing a lot of little switchbacks, where you're just going, you know. But it was just kind of fun, because, like, you're, half of the maze is outside, too. So, you're still hearing the theme park you're still seeing the rides go <laughs> you can literally hear cars you know 10 to 15 feet to your right you know i could i remember walking that maze and hearing people like pedestrians walking on the sidewalk on the other side of the of the fence i remember walking from my car to the entrance of knots and hearing that maze going off because you can literally hear it you can even see the corn peeking up above the freaking the fence line that's how close like the outside world it was it was just so weird it was just so fun such a classic haunt just like haunt thing just you know kind of like amazed they just found a, a location for and just made it happen but it was so cool because like i said 90 percent of that maze is out outside except for the parts you're inside of the barn and stuff but almost the entire maze you're outside just in a cornfield and it was just so much fun and just so spooky and just so like uh classic halloween you know and i, I loved it so yeah, corn stalkers, man. A great, great maze. Really great maze. Okay. Something something that I think we should note about this maze, uh, too, is that it had so many awesome iterations throughout the year, so it did have different versions of itself. 
over and over and over again. And they actually changed the theme. Uh, it always had a memorable soundtrack and like constant like crow sounds. Yeah. But like it also had like one year it was like they tried to do like a spooky Wizard of Oz thing with it. Another year it was kind of like a murderous barn kind of thing. And so they had like constant um, different versions of it. Like one year you entered or a couple years you entered through a pumpkin's mouth. And then the next year that was gone. You're like entering through the other direction and yeah. finishing at the barn. So it's like you constantly were like they're switching directions and switching like themes on this maze. So that always kept it fresh. And I feel like that's something. And it also having the indoor outdoor element, always indoor outdoor, indoor outdoor. And then eventually they put in a few strobe triggers. This last year it got a few strobe triggers and a few like more higher end special effects in there. So I love seeing like the different versions of the maze and just how dynamic it was. Like one one minute you're inside, one minute you're outside, different yeah. directions from year to year. Yeah, really cool, really dynamic. Yeah, because a lot of mazes, right? Like think about, for instance, like uh, Horror Nights is a really great example of this. A lot of mazes that do outside parts are actually inside, right? Because you can control the elements. You know what I'm saying? Like right. if you have, if you like, for instance, like take like a Friday the 13th maze at, at, at uh, Universe Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Take take a Friday the 13th maze. You're out walking through the trees, but you're technically still inside the maze building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Corn stalkers were like, our outside parts are going to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of worked because you couldn't really tell your, besides like if you looked up and like would look, basically like, right, the direction you walk towards, you could like just look up and you can see Supreme Scream, right? Like the big drop ride just sitting there. You can see it. You could see that, that ride, the whole park basically, right? So tall. Oh, like Accelerator, you could see it. If you looked up, it would break the illusion. But for the most part, your, your head's down. You're kind of looking where you're going. There's corn, like tall corn on either side, right? And it's just really, like, just really fun because it's, like, you know, you're outside, but you're actually outside. You're not, like, inside outside. Yeah, you just hear the crows and stuff. If you're just walking on the pathway, you're so close in the maze, you could hear people screaming. You could hear the actors, like, doing whatever they're doing inside. You could hear the soundtrack, right? The crows and the wind and the rustling of the corn and just – but you're it's just so fun. And I think, to the shape really did it for me because that, that's what made it really memorable, right? Like, I, I love when mazes – when you can't really tell where you're going. And that was kind of like why I like Labyrinth so much is because the shape of the maze is so bizarre because of the different platforms, the different levels you go up on. This one was such a long and winding maze because it was just so, it was so much longer than it was wide, right? But you never really knew where, you kind of knew the direction you were going in, but you didn't really know, you know, I couldn't draw the layout for you, right? Like I, I could walk through a Horror Nights maze because they, they use their their um, their rectangular um, like uh, tents, right? It's like right. horror nights. They use a lot of tents when they make their mazes. Um, you can kind of draw out the layout because they're just rectangular. This maze is just so weird because you're kind of walking, you know what I'm saying? Like all over the place. Like it's just such a long path you have to walk down. It was so bizarre. But I think that makes it stand out more for me. I think my the thing what makes it stand out for me is like it's not your traditional like inside maze which well, you guys already talked about like it being outside like i will clap for any maze that's outside you know like i fun for me because like whatever element you know say like the weather's like rainy or it's cold like it has that extra like spooky feel i think um yeah. when you're outside because like you can't you like you said like you Definitely. can't control like what happens you know 
just Mother Nature doing its thing while you're outside. Yeah, no, I, I agree. anything any any mazes outside, I think I think those are fun for me. They're fun. I have like an outside element, you know. That definitely makes it really fun. I, I, I just like it. I it just is such a fun little spooky theme and just such a classic like you know, like I grew up going through corn mazes and stuff as a kid, you know, and I think that's another thing too. It's just such a fun, like classic Halloween maze. And I loved it so much. I loved it so much. Definitely a fun one. Yeah. All right. Well, oh. since you guys had <laughs> sorry, nice, I Steve. forgot. I thought I was muted. Oh, <laughs> yeah, since I'm not hey. muted. I Already keep fell. muting and I'm using myself. That was a that was a burp. A big old burp. Sorry. Let's hope he cuts that out. <laughs> I'll leave it in. I have to say something really offensive, so he has to cut this out. Here we go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump into our number threes. Let's do it. Number three. Number three. Number three. I'm gonna go with Ops Infected. And I I think that this is a fun one because I don't think I've ever gone through anything like this before. You know, you're going through, they give you, um, what it is is a zombie maze, give you like a plastic gun, but it's like laser tag and the zombies have these like sensors next and every time you shoot them, It'll go from green to red, so you know you get the kill. And that's just a fun one because, like, you're going through, there's chainsaws in there, you're inside, you're outside. It It's really, like, an intense, like, I, I come out of that, like, sweaty. Like, it's that, like, adrenaline rush that, you know, you try not to get attacked by the zombies, and you're going in and shooting, and the more points you get... It um, upgrades your your ammo, so you can have like un- bullets by the end of the game. And uh, yeah, that that's just an intense one. Like for me, um, I think it's so fun, and especially like going with you guys, like with our friends, because like we know a couple people that you know do the that run that maze, and yeah. we get that Definitely. extra like uh, treatment, you know, that extra yeah. fun treatment, and just going. <laughs> Going with like your friends and just shooting zombies, that's it's just fun. so fun. Like, you come out of that and like, oh dang! Like it, it can get kind of scary too because you're so focused on shooting someone that another one will sneak up behind you. You know what I'm saying? Funny thing too is like they'll have like guys that are on your side, like they're not the zombies, but they'll pop out and then you'll shoot them by accident. You're like, dude, and he's like, what? You're not supposed to shoot me. Like, oops. <laughs> My bad, but yeah, that's a fun one. That's my number three, Special yeah, Ops pick. Infected. That's been there for a while, too, but, like, yeah. I don't know. I think, um, you know, the later years, I think that's when it's been, like, the funnest for me. Yeah, I, I really liked how you go through different stages of the that maze. So it starts out, you're kind of, like, in the town, right? But then you go through, you go actually go into the buildings. I like that it's not all outside. I like that you go, you're running around. And you go into like a sewer and stuff, and you're like down there, and there's like zombies on either side. You go into like the train. You go into like a train, and there's like zombies coming out from either side too. You know, it's kind of fun because it's like, oh, this is intense, right? Shooting zombies that you can see coming a mile away is silly when you're outside in the streets. Once you go actually down into like you know the buildings or into the depths, it's just it's just really fun. It's really fun to see like how uh, you go in from building the building and how it gets more and more intense. And by the end of it, there's zombies and people coming out from every every location. You know. 
And like you said, knowing people and and knowing our friends that that work it or that are there are hilarious when they when they pop out right. All right, you guys are doing good, right? They come out trying to be like, you know, you're going through this next, but like, go, go, go. Like, they're like, they're at, they're one of the, the special ops. They're not one of the zombies. And you accidentally shoot them. It's hilarious. But when they're like, <laughs> don't shoot me, don't shoot me. And you, you do it anyways, just to be like, you know, just to be snide, just for fun. And they're like, come on, look, what are you doing? Giving us like the instructions. And then they're just like, don't shoot yet. Okay. And and you're someone, just like, al- someone always does a desk pop, pop, pop it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, not now? Where was the now? What about now? <laughs> I have uh, two points about this one. One, I have a question for you guys. Actually, they're both questions. Do you guys maybe uh, feel like a completely different approaching this maze because you have a weapon versus like approaching other mazes? Like my mindset is totally different. Like this one's like going to kind of like a video game, like a yeah. first-person shooter. Whereas other mazes, you're like, ooh, someone's going to scare me. This one, I go in there like, oh, this is going to be so funny. I want to throw a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> you're going so hyped up. I can't wait to kill yeah. some zombies, dude. It's yeah, like, exactly. it is. It is. It's fun, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. And then uh, the other the other point I have about this maze is that I don't know if this happens to you guys, and we never really get to discuss it because, you know, when you're actually at the event, it's kind of like, all right, on to the next maze. Let's go. And there's like, yeah, it scares on and whatever. And, Someone wants to go get a corn dog, so you're just waiting around. But we never actually get to talk about, does this happen to you guys? Like, I feel like I go through that maze, and I'm like, bam, kill a zombie. Bam, headshot. Bam, headshot. Okay, kill a zombie. Kill a zombie. Kill a zombie. Get the combo. Now I have the machine gun. Boom, get a combo. It's like, this thing's going off. Your gun's going wild. I haven't been hit once. Like, maybe throughout the whole maze, you get hit, like, once, twice. But for the most part, dude, you're racking up the combos. You're getting the kills. And you come out of there, you're like, yes, dude. I probably have the best score in the group. And then you look at your kills, and it's like, congrats, you killed three zombies. Yeah. And then, like, someone's, like, celebrating, like, yeah, dude, I got, like, 50 zombies. And it's usually, like, someone who's, like, would definitely not be a great person in a real zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and it's just yeah, like, how did that happen? Like, how are they calculating score right now? That, that has happened. That has. I, there's been a couple times where they're like, yeah, you get that, and you keep shooting before you get hit, and you get, like, multi, like rapid fire and stuff. And I'm always like... I've been hit before. Like that's the only thing. I mean, like you can't really make it at you know at that most accurate. I get it. There's there's limitations to the technology. Yeah, I, I understand. It. I mean, it's yeah. our it's already high tech and innovative enough. So I'm not I'm not gonna harp on it. But it's not perfect. Like mo and like most people who play video games know, most games are not perfect, and there are gonna be things like I totally agree with that because there's been definitely times where I'm like I must have done really good. And it's like, oh, I only got like three kills, and I did, I did what? Like, I got hit how many times? Or I got, I got hit by a zombie this many times? Like what? I never got close. They never even got close to me. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a time I go through that maze, I don't get close to one zombie, and it's still, or like I'll shoot, I'll shoot at somebody, one of the zombies, right, point blank. I'll, I'll aim my gun, shoot the actor, like right, near, like near the head, right. Like I'll just be like there, shooting right at it. I. But it still doesn't count that I got the kill, and then I still get hit. That's happened before, too. I'm like, you know, and even the actor kind of knows, too, I feel like, at that point, where it's like, oh, it's a little ridiculous, you know. <laughs> but, like, it, it's not perfect. It is what it is. I get it. But, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. For the for the most part, though, I, I really enjoy it, though. Special apps. Uh, yeah, I, I love I love Endless Apps and Maze. <laughs> yeah, the TGI Friday Maze, Endless Apps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll clap for that. I'll clap for that. 
All right, guys, my number three. Let's go. Uh, I am going to run back my number three. We were already talking about it earlier today. Um, and like I already kind of mentioned this one a couple times, but Paranormal Inc. is for sure my number three maze, but specifically Paranormal Inc. Ah, uh, no. Paranormal Inc. 2018 and after. So not not before, after. Before it was okay. Once they revamped it, it was really, really awesome. And here's why. They added in a new ending that is one of my all-time favorite endings to any maze in Paranormal Inc. I love that ending. And they only added it in in 2018. Basically what it is is it's the maze is exactly the same, but what they did was they added that ending scene. So I don't know if you guys remember. So Paranormal Inc., when you go through it the, the first couple of years it was out, you would get to a certain point in the maze. You would, like, enter the ghost realm. You know what I'm talking about? You would enter the ghost realm. It would look like you're in, like, a black canyon. Like, it's like it's, it's, like, it's like these black rocks, kind of, right? Like, these black, like, dark-looking rocks with, like, these blue electricity stripes. It's supposed to be, like, ethereal, like, energy, whatever you want to call it, right? Like, kind of like, like these, like, light-up blue stripes. It looks really, really interesting because you're supposed to be, like, in the ghost world, right? It was, like, black, had, like, the blue, like, light-up stuff inside, like, the columns. But it's like you're walking through a cave. And it was a little bit weird because it was kind of just switchbacks with actors without really any hiding spots, just kind of walking through. But it really wasn't anything super crazy, right? But then they changed it. Then they changed it. And what they did with the end of that maze is one of my favorite moments I've ever had in a maze. I walked out of that maze dumbstruck. When they change the ending, because what they did after 2018, they take you go through that that room, right? You have like these red lights, they're like shining above it. It's like it's like red fan lights. You're walking in like this this cone of like light. It's supposed to be like you're entering the ghost realm, right? You enter the ghost realm, you go through these curtains, and you're in this like you're because you're the whole the whole thing where we're talking about is you're in an asylum, right? The whole time you're in a rundown asylum. There's ghosts everywhere. You go into this room, and it's bright. And there's like normal lights on and it's totally normal. And you're in actually one of the hallways or like the waiting room of the asylum. But it's supposed to be like the it's like it's like, it's like a dreamscape. It's like they, they make it so you looks like you're in the asylum before it was run down. Like back when it was still an asylum before it was haunted. You know what I'm talking about? You yeah. walk these curtains, it's just bright, and you're like, oh my god, you're just like you know, if you didn't know you're in a maze, it would look like you're just in a normal like hospital like waiting room, basically. And it's, like, totally normal. You're like, wow, this is really interesting. Because it and the, the music changed, right? The music's all intense the whole time. You're walking the maze, like, dun 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 You go through that part, and, like, you hear, like, this, like, nice, like, lobby, like, elevator music, right? Playing in the background. And it's, like, really cool. You go through this door, and you you walk down a hallway, and there's just rooms on either side, right? And it's a normal hallway. All of a sudden, you hear a loud, a loud, like, ooh, like growling sound. And the walls disappear on either side. And you look over to your left, and there's that giant creature. There's a massive, like, 20-foot-tall, like, giant ghost creature that's been in the maze for years now. It's been, that's been in the maze the whole time. But you walk past this giant ghost creature, and but he's behind the walls, and he's, like, growling at you. And it's, like, really scary because you're like, what the heck? And all of a sudden, the lights dim back down, and you're back in a hallway, and the walls reappear, right? And they do that really cool trick with the disappearing walls where they shine a light behind it, and the walls disappear but when they turn the lights off behind it, it looks like a hallway, right? Such a fun trick. 
it's so cool because you're going through like this, you're going through like this, this, this like rundown asylum and it's like spooky and scary and everything's dirty and disgusting and there's ghosts and it's haunted. And then you go into the ghost realm and it's almost like you, you traveled back in time and everything's normal again. But as soon as you start walking down the hallway, it just disappears. And there's still the, the freaking, go- it's almost like you're being tricked, right? Like you're, you're in like purgatory or you're like, you've died almost and you're going to freaking heaven or something, you know? And, um, but yeah, it's, it's almost like you, you die in that maze in a way, or like you're, you're getting transported in, into a world that was like, it's like almost like you're time traveling in, in a sense. Cause you're going back to the, the, the thing before it's overrun by ghosts and you think everything's back to normal. Even obviously, you know, it's not cause you're in a maze, but you think everything's back to normal. And then all of a sudden you see that massive, mo- it took me by surprise so much the first time I went through it, uh, because I, I, I had gone through it the year before. And I, you go into the ghost cave and stuff, and it's cool. And then you see the big guy at the end, and it's really scary. But this one's like, I was like, wait, what, what happened? This is totally different. And all of a sudden, the walls disappear. And you can still see the, the big boy, right? Bob's big boy just sitting back there, growling at you, like shaking things. <laughs> and then you go into the next room, and you can still hear, like, the elevator <laughs> music, right? And all of a sudden, it's all black. And then, boom, strobe light scare with a massive, massive freaking puppet. Of that big, the big ghost guy, the big ghost monster, right? They have like the head, and it just comes in and just like almost like gets way too close to you. And I love it. I'm like, wow, because it's like such good foreshadowing. Like you see, you see the giant, like you can call him the Lord of the, the King of the Ghosts or the Ghost Beast, whatever you want to call it, right? And it literally, all of a sudden, you turn the corner and he's actually there attacking you. It's just so fun. It's like, where am I? I'm like, you know, what I'm saying it's like you, you've been transported to the ghost realm. And you, it's almost like you're seeing the asylum as they're seeing it, right? Like you don't know it's you don't know you're haunting it because all you know is that you're just in an asylum, you know. And for all the ghosts know, they're just in an asylum, but we know that it's being haunted. It's just so fun. But that that maze has so many fun gimmicks, like the opening, like to the intro is fun, with the ghost that's flying around, right? I love the I I love ghost hunting shows, and so that that to me is also very fun. I also like that you can go to the right or left sides, so you can the very first part of like the first quarter of the maze. There's two different sides of the maze, you know what I'm saying? And they're both they both have different rooms, so you, it's like definitely gives that maze a little bit of like uh, a revisibility, right? Because you can, you want you want to revisit it to go through either side. Um, like you said, there's dudes with the bungee cords going up and down, like jumping up and down. I think when they revise it in 2018. Instead of making it a demon that drops down from the ceiling, like how it used to be, they made it one of the paranormal ink guys. Like they, they made it the guy from the, the opening video, right? The guy with the glasses. And he gets like sucked up like into the ceiling. It's supposed to be like like a ghost grabs him and just like it's like kind of like it literally looks like paranormal activity in the movie, right? When someone gets pulled out, yanked out of the bed. <laughs> he gets like sucked up into the ceiling. There's usually one to two stilt walkers in that maze, which are freaky. There's just so many fun gimmicks in that maze that are like you said, the ghost, you see the ghost in the camera with a chair rocking and then, you know, someone on the corner and just so fun. And just that ending scene. Wow. That ending scene will blow me away every time I go through it with the disappearing wall trick. I love it. I, I just love how the music changes and the whole vibe changes where it's like kind of quiet. It's like a loud, 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 intense, crazy. And then it's kind of quiet. And then you go down the hallway. It's still kind of quiet. And you're hearing the elevator music and then the music dims down and the lights dim. And then the, the, the dude pops up from behind the wall but then disappears and then you turn the corner and then you get that one final scare with that massive puppet. Really, really awesome. I love paranormal. Ink. It's a really great maze. Um, one of the coolest mazes I've ever been into. So huge shout out to that maze. Yeah. Good pick. Thank you. Pick. All right. For my number three, 
I'm just going to talk briefly on this one because I feel like it's so good. It's probably going to come up in a lot of lists. So I'm going to go with Dark Ride for my number two. Ah! <laughs> and number three. I, I, I might have spoiled someone's list. But Dark Ride, like, for me, uh, soundtrack, number one. Just, like, it's a wow soundtrack. Like, clearly custom made for it. They should release it if they haven't so we could listen to it. But it is good, and it is notable, and it's like one of the most memorable things for me. Um, it's also the best clown maze I've ever I've ever seen. It's probably the only clown maze I've seen that's actually truly, truly worked, like on every level that they tried to make it work. Um, I know it's not just specifically clowns, but there's clowns in it, so I count it. And it's and it's got its scare zone as well. That is all clowns just outside of it. So. Um, yeah, I feel like Dark Ride is just, it just works. It works for the building location. It just works, like, on, in that regard where, like, it actually would make sense if it was there or at a carnival or something like that. It's in the most carnival-like section of the park. It just, like, it makes sense, like, on all those levels. Great soundtrack. Great visuals when you get inside. The, the jumping back and forth between the black light and the normal and, like, the, the ride coming to life and also short-circuiting and then you're just going through this decrepit old ride versus versus the ride when it's actually moving. So, yes, I think that's my favorite ever carnival, bright, clown-themed kind of scare zone. I haven't been through a lot that actually... Or, sorry, Maze. I haven't been through a lot that actually worked. I don't know if you guys have had different experiences, but I like this one even better than, like, Universal's attempt at clowns and stuff like that. I really like... Uh, that's why I really like Dark Ride. Uh, I love this maze. I love this maze a lot, and I'm going to be talking about it in a little bit, so I'll just leave it with that. But this maze is definitely an amazing maze. Well, um, on that note, uh, Dark Ride is actually my number two pick. Nope. <laughs> number two. two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> but yeah, like that's just a fun, like, it's just like a, a rundown carnival ride and like it's like when you go in, it's like working for a second, and then all of a sudden, it's like the clowns have taken over this ride. Like, that's just okay. My favorite scene in that has to be like the towards the end, where like it's just chaos in that big old like warehouse looking room, and they got the stilt walkers, they got clowns everywhere all around you. So, like, you see them first, and then you make a left into like a different room. And I think that room doesn't it like take a picture of you, or is that at the end end? Uh, the part you walk, so you walk through that ending room. Uh, you take a left, you go through like some gears and like some of the back area again, and then one of the, one of those rooms it takes your photo. Yeah. So like after that, so you see these clowns. You make a left. You're into this other like, uh, like this gear workshop thing. And then you come back out and see these clowns like all up in your face and stuff. And like, that's just a fun one for me. Um, it's got that like county fair cheap ride. Like you shouldn't be wasting your tickets on, but like there you are wasting your tickets on it. <laughs> but that's, it's so fun. It's so, it's a, that's a fun maze. Yeah. One of, I, I, yeah. I love that maze. And again, I'm not going to talk about it too much now because I'm sure I'm going to go off on a rant on it in a second. <laughs> you know, it's not like an it clown. It's not like a killer clown. It's just like these. It's a bunch of like weird 
clown like it just i don't even know how to it's explain like clowns, it like, clowns they don't want to go home like they they like they like living in their circus so much they they decided not to go home and just live in one of the rides yeah it's like clowns that are bums yeah it's a bunch of dudes just sitting in there <laughs> just a bunch of a bunch of people just just living in there so why are they living in there it's wacky but it's good you're right it it works um you know like they've had knots has had other clown mazes before like they had um killer clown college and that's just goofy that was just like they have an obscure one too but uh bobo's big top of the bazaar is one of them (laughs) they had that one was a whack maze that was a long maze that maze was like a five minute long maze it's just goofy but this one this one it was just like this worked you're right it did work I, I just had a good experience with, like, you know, just going with my friends and then seeing their reactions to it. It's like everybody came out of that maze was like, that was freaking awesome. And, yeah, I will clap for that one. I will clap, I'll clap, clap for that. I'll clap for that. All right. And then there's that being said, I'll get to my number two, which is oh. dark. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Psych. Number two. My number two, which is probably one of one elite. My number two is probably one of your two's number one. But my number two is Shadowlands. Shadowlands. Oh. And it's inaugural year. I believe 2016 was the first year they had it back. I think 2017, one of those years. Shadowlands. What a maze, man. Shadowlands was such a good maze. And I mean, it's still, it's, I mean, I said, I say was because, as you guys probably know or don't know, it got taken out, unfortunately. It's gone. Um, I was just there on Sunday. I went on Accelerator. Saw they had the facade up for that maze, but it was not Shadowlands. It's for a new maze. Unless they're re- totally redoing Shadowlands. But so recipe Shadowlands. I love that maze though. That maze is such a good maze. Um once again with the gimmicks, man. Knots and their their fun gimmicks and they're really just trying something new. Like way to go knots, honestly, with, with Shadowlands. My my number one, number two pick, like just way way to go knots very far and the people that made these mazes. Like they did such a good job on them. Shadowlands, I wasn't sure about it first. I went through the first time. I was like, that was really good. But it was kind of like, eh, about it. Went through the second time. I was like, you know what? This maze is just so badass. It's so much fun. There was so much going on in it. I mean, first of all, a, a samurai theme is not a theme I've really seen in a lot of places. I don't think I've ever been through a, a, a traditional like Asian-style maze or like a samurai maze. Definitely is is for sure like the only time I think I've ever been through a maze like that. And it's just so different and fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, so not only is it one of the most unique mazes, cause I don't ever, I've never seen a theme like that before. And it, it's just so interesting. Like samurais and stuff. So fun. Like dude, they, um, all right. So yeah, so it's just a really unique theme man. the samurai theme and just like, it's just so fun. So a lot of the things I really liked about that maze are, are as follows. It's just the, you could go through again. It's the, the, the thing starts out with a cool little pre-show. Right. And I'm, I'm talking the very first year the maze was there where everything worked because as time went on, they, they changed the maze a little bit. But also they, um, they they changed the maze a little bit. And also, like, some of the stuff stopped working or they never really brought back some of the things. But you start the maze out a great little pre-show. Uh, it's like a revolving door trick. You see a guy sitting there. Uh, the lights turn off. It turns back on. A samurai's there and he, like, cuts they had that sweet thing where he like slashes the dude's head off, quote unquote. But like it's an animatronic, the head goes back, like like back, and then just shoots out water like it's supposed to be blood, right? So cool. And the lights go off, the samurai's gone. 
so fun. It's like, dude, like they have a disappearing samurai trick. First, start, start the maze off. Then you go through like a forest, which is awesome. You go through like this like samurai forest. Like, like, and there's these like these old spirits that are there, right? And you're going into different houses and you're going through different scenes. There were so many cool things. Like there was just scenes where like you're walking through a room and a sliding door opens and there's this massive puppet or this massive character. They had like different types of puppets. Um, they had one room that will always stick out to me. And that's the room that you walk down this hallway and you see like the spider type like woman or dude. I can't remember who it was. It was, it was a girl one year. It was a guy the other year. But they're but, like way, way, way down this long hallway. Right. And the lights start flickering. It's making a heartbeat sound. It's like do 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 the lights start flicking every time the person's getting closer and closer to you the last time the light comes on the person jumps forward and they're on they're on a bungee system on like a pulley system they literally jump forward the time that i i went through the actor actress i can't remember who it was the, the first time was fully parallel like i'm not joking you hands feet everything off the ground unless i miss saw lunging at me it looked like they were flying it looked like they were like leaping doing a, a forward leap at me and of course last second they get pulled away and they get pulled back down the hallway scared the crap out of me that was one of the best scares i've ever had that was one of the best scares in any maze i've ever had i was like shocked i was like what the heck was that because like just watching like it, it really seems so inhuman right you should go through a maze and a strobe light scare oh that's scary or like a person will like lunge at you oh that's scary but this was so inhuman and so unique. It was so fun. It was like people flying around, right? It was like the, the spirit of the samurai and stuff, like flying around, just like reaching out and lunging at you. And there was just so many things like that where it was like there was like a puppet. There, there was like this this girl with like these like a with these massive hands. There was just so many like different gimmicks in that maze too. Like there was like a a, a girl that had um like she was wearing a kimono, I believe, but she had like these massive hands, and there she was like a kind she was like a half puppet. And she would, like, reach out at you with the hands. There was, like, a scene where you're walking past, like, a, a building. And, like, the, the there's, like, a little uh, wooden walkway on the top that starts to, like, fall. On, like, it looks like it's about to fall on you. There's, like, a scene where you're walking around a well. And then you get into, like, the actual samurai temple, which is weird. Because there's so many weird gimmicks in that. There's the, there's the room where, like, the stones are sliding back and forth. So they're going to crush you if they're not. And then the ending on that maze is so awesome. You go to, like, this out. It's, like, an outside portion. So you're, you're actually outside. And there's you start off by walking like basically in a giant circle around this. There's a so there's a samurai, and he's there's like all these pillars, right? And, he, and then like and then some of them have like people on it. The samurai will jump between the different pillars, and he'll like look at you, and then he has a little foot pedal, kick the foot pedal, slash his sword, and then a little animatronic the head would same thing pop up, and like it was almost like he was like jumping around like killing people. <laughs> it was so badass. He's like flying. Now, obviously he's on like a pulley system. You can tell he's on like you know flying around, but. It was so cool watching these actor or actresses having so much fun jumping around from pillar to pillar. And then they would just stop and really fast go like, you know, hold their sword and go Choo -choo! and like really quick slice it and the head off. And they, they would time it so well. You could tell the actor had a lot of practice cutting the heads off. Then there was also people scaring on the sides, including a second bungee guy in that same room. There's a guy on a bungee who would same thing would lunge at you and get pulled back another. So another bungee guy. But not like this. This guy would come from like he was the the classic bungee that would start from above and jump down, unlike the one from the hallway. But then they, they just samurais flying around, and that that may, that may just had all this stuff going around, right? It was it wasn't just like oh, I'm walking through and there's a bunch of people in costumes scaring me. It was like I'm walking through and there's like people flying around and on bungee cords <laughs> and on like these pulley systems and like fully parallel from the ground, like flying around, scaring you and puppets 
and like massive puppets and strobe lights and awesome scenery. Just the maze itself looked so beautiful, was so well put together. And the actors all did such a good job and everything just really hit with me. And that maze, really good maze. And like, I'm not going to lie, it might have been my experience, but that was on my, it's on my top five list of all time. Shadowlands, such a good maze, like such a good maze, you know, like way to go knots really did such a good job with that maze. Man, I really like that scene also with uh, that guy jumping on all the pillars like that scene yeah. stands out to me the most. That's for that so actor cool. must have had so much fun. Like, I want to do that. Like, that looks so fun to do. He wasn't really even scaring. It didn't seem like I mean, look, there'd be sometimes he would like like he would like lunge his sword down at somebody and like kind of scare him. Right. But most times he would just kind of look at you and he would just jump around and it looked like he was floating and he would land and then like slash just slash someone's like slash someone's head off. It's very oh, so like, uh, uh, what would you say? Like, I would say like Quentin Tarantino type of like, like maze Bill. feel. Yeah. yeah, like, and it's what what to me. I think, uh, like Japanese culture, like horror, is so not typical of here in the United States. You know, like they yeah. definitely did their research on that maze and definitely. Um, you know, because they have all these crazy ghost, grudge-looking type of monsters, ghost-looking things, and that that their monsters are definitely creepier than ours. I would say, like, it's just really unsettling. Yeah, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of unsettling creatures. There are, and there's a lot of just cool scares and like windows people are popping out of, and like just different. There's it's not just a bunch of people running around scaring in that maze. You know, it's like. You got so many people coming out of like doors and windows you wouldn't expect would actually be scare, you know, places like scare holes or like like spots for actor or actresses to be in. And just so many puppets and so many like jumping around gimmicks and stuff. It's just so like what is going on? You know, it's so wild. Just like it's such a fun maze. Like they really did such a good job with that. And like you said, the monsters are really unsettling. Really unsettling. So that's my number two maze. An amazing maze. Just absolutely loved it. Amazing. Yeah, oh, amazing. Ooh, my number two pick is also Shadowlands. <laughs> hey! Yeah. So, good choice, good choice. A uh, few just more things that I'll point out about this awesome maze before we move on. is For me, it was the fact that they took such a spooky, dark theme. I feel like um, it's something that almost is never done anywhere else, and it's like always terrified me. Um, watching any Japanese horror movies or horror that comes out of the Asian continent in general just oftentimes really uh, is terrifying to me. And so, like, I just feel like they hit that nice, like, it's almost like a haunted house, almost like that traditional spooky. It's just not Victorian era. Yeah, it's a feudal and uh, era of Japan and onward. And I just feel like that's a theme that's almost never done. It's so spooky in itself. It's innately spooky. And then on top of that, like awesome, memorable soundtrack, memorable um, gimmicks. It's all over the place. Puppets, people suspended on wires, um, moving walls, and inside, outside. I just feel like it's a really dynamic maze, and it honestly could be my number one. Um, and I could feel like it could be a lot of our number ones. So that's all I have to say about Shadowlands. Very cool. Very cool. Number honorable mention. Honorable mention. Uh, <laughs> number honorable mentions. Uh, we're just gonna fly through this real quick. 
a lot of good mazes. Like we said before, these are really unique. Uh, these aren't properties that you know you can see on TV or film or video games or anything like that. But let's just jump into those quickly. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Slaughterhouse. Yep. Very unique. Uh, you know, barbecue, uh, cannibal, yeah. uh, chainsaw type of maze. Uh, Pyromaniacs is also a good one. Oh, that's a really that, interesting one. A really interesting one because you get to ride the log ride and they're scaring you while you're on an attraction. Yeah. I've never seen that done before. That's that honestly, like to get into a ride and also try to get scared at the same time. Like, I will clap for that. That's I'll clap for that. A unique, a unique oh, yes. scare tactic for sure. I'll go with uh. Also, Axe Murder Manor. Uh, I, I think that's the act in 2008 when I very my very first year at that event. Um, that's the first maze I ever went to at Not Scary Farm, and that's the first time I ever seen a bungee scare, which is cool. Like I remember seeing this guy jump from like up on the rafters and then come down. And, like, I saw somebody get a high five, and I was like, what the heck? That's so cool. So I put up two hands for a double high five. He came down, gave me a double high five, and I was like, yo, this is so sick. Like, I think that's just a fun scare, you know? Yeah. Like, I would want to be – one day I want to try that. I want to try to be, like, a a bungee actor or somebody, like, suspended or something like that. That just seems really fun to me. Yeah. You have to get really elastic underwear. (laughs) <laughs> maybe we could do that in our scare zone yeah the, the wedgie scare zone <laughs> um all right so anyways that was good on mentions uh my own mentions same thing i'll kind of get through them uh some pretty wacky ones uh number one uh club blood it's a fun time okay. uh club blood is a vampire nightclub theme very interesting and very fun um not really. It wouldn't be on my top five list. I, I just kind of like the overall. It's just kind of a silly like. They're just vampires. You're the, the music's fun. You're in a club. Not really a whole lot to it. Not like it's like this crazy. It just is a really fun theme. A really fun concept. So and I like vampire stuff. Club Blood's really fun. That's one of my honorable mentions. Uh, but I don't. I probably have the least amount to say of it. Um, here's another really fun one for you guys. Is Trick or Treat. I'm surprised Trick or Treat didn't land on my top five list. Um. Because I talk all the time how I love classic spooky and classic Halloween mazes. I, you know, I, I love the theme of, like, just a fun, old-school haunted house. And this one had all the all a bunch of, like, it was supposed to be kids in, like, trick-or-treat masks, right? And then, like, the, the classic witch the, from Knott's, from Knott's, the green witch, like, the, their mascot. Uh, but it was supposed to be, like, her maze with a bunch of kids who were, like, cursed in, like, trick-or-treating masks. But it was just kind of fun. And the kids would, like, walk around and mess with people while they're in the line, you go up to, if you were lucky enough, you'd be in the front of the line. You'd ring the doorbell and go trick or treat, and the door would open to the maze. You'd go in, and the detail was really good. I even liked it when they did um, they did trick or treat lights out, where you had a flashlight and you got to like actually walk through with the flashlight because that was kind of fun because the detail really shined in that, those moments because it was so dark you could shine the light on and it really looked like you're walking through a real house. So trick or treat is a really fun maze. Not not you know not a whole lot to it. Not super complicated. Just fun throughout the whole thing and it, and it was just really cool really spooky really fun like sheet ghost there was sheet ghosts in there you know like we have a buddy right nick soto shout out to nick soto who's listening to this that's where he, he got his haunt name is holy spirit because his first year at haunt he was in or one of his first years at haunt 
uh, he was in Trick or Treat, and he was a Sheet Ghost character. You know, and then, then uh, apparently the Sheet Ghost has like this this wraparound knots. Everyone loves the Sheet Ghost, so it's just kind of a funny thing. Famous, like, it just, exactly. All the Sheet Ghosts were always famous. Just like so funny. Love the Sheet Ghost, man. <laughs> love the classic Spooky. Love little Jack Lantern boys. Great maze. Love that one. And then my last honorable mention. Actually, you know what? If, if we if we're talking log rides. I don't really consider log rides as mazes, but I love the haunting of the log rides. I think the log ride, and they would do it for the mine train sometimes as well, where they actually mm-hmm. have scares on the mine train. But if I had to choose one of those, if that was like going on my honorable mentions, right? Because it can't be my top five because it's not a maze. I would actually say Timber Mountain Halloween Hootenanny. Yep. So not, not, <laughs> yeah. not the Pirate. Pirate Man is awesome, but Halloween Hootenanny was so much fun, and here's why. I love traditional Halloween things. And I keep saying it over and over and over again. Love my traditional Halloween stuff. Halloween Hootenanny was just so fun and cute. And they had it one year and it was really fun. And I was like, let's go back on it. We went back the second time and there was actually actors on it that weren't there the year before. And it was just fun. You go through the first thing. You see a werewolf. The werewolf pops out. You go through the little alien part. An alien pops out. You go through whatever else and like an axe dude pops out. And you go past that scene on the inside portion before the final lift hill where all the little spooky monsters are playing their, their little they're, they're playing their little Halloween song, right? But it's just so funny and like so like Western meets stereotypical classic old school haunted house like ha- Halloween type stuff. And it's just so fun and, and like cute. And I love they put the band in the walk around area of the taste of Halloween or the taste of scary farm, whatever you want to call it. Taste of knots um, for the Halloween event they had. I, I love that they had those guys with the stone golem. So super fun seeing those guys. Cause you, you, you go past them so, so fast on the rides. That's really fun seeing them in person. Um, and then also my last, my honorable mention for knots is um, gunslinger's grave. Nice. And here's why I like gunslinger's grave. You're in knots. Knots is known for ghost town. It's known for wild West stuff. And then sure enough, you go through the wild West area and you go into Gunslinger's Grave, right? It just makes sense. I love when when scare zones lead into a maze, and this is exactly that. You're just walking around. You're in Ghost Town. Oh my gosh, look at that! Now you're in a little Western town. There's people like cowboy ghosts shooting at you and whatever, you know. Just really fun. Same thing with that one being outside, inside maze. You go outside into the town sometimes, inside one of the houses. Then you go out, then inside a saloon. But it was just fun. I feel like Knotts has to have a Western maze, right? Because like it has so much history and so much theming around like the Western theme, so the fact that they finally did a Western maze is awesome, and I, I really liked it. It was a little bit, little bit wild and a little bit wacky and campy in some parts, but it was just fun because you're you're you know you're in one of the the most classic, most famous Western theme parks in the whole world, and you have a Western maze. So that that's just really fun to me. But those are my honorable mentions. Nice, good picks. I'll jump into my honorable mentions. Nice. Um, Labyrinth, obviously it was on Nate's top five. Great maze, talked about it a lot. Yep. Uh, Alien Annihilation. That's this a fun is a maze too. I went in back in way back in 2009. I mean, it was essentially like walking into a big block of cheese. That's how cheesy this one was. Like, I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> I so remember that yeah. one very well. You get a laser gun, you shoot at aliens, and they interact with you. And and in in, in a lot of cases, they weren't even wearing any kind of target gear. So. And you're shooting at them. It's essentially like a little like bang, and then the monsters have to react, or apparently they were told to react because they did, and it was hilarious. Space is a hard theme to do in general, but this was like a black light space theme maze, so uh, very cheesy, very fun, very classic haunt. That's why I put it up there. It's a great experience overall. Um, 
And then another one I, I want to mention, um, hope this doesn't ruin anyone's, but I'm going with the Origins, The Curse of Calico. Oh. This maze was just a... Uh, it didn't make it quite to my top five, but it was really cool how they, they started branching out and making like um, recognizable characters with their, their brands. So having this maze feature several of the monsters walking around in the ghost town streets, it's like really kind of bringing it home and like accepting that their characters are like branding for them and like characters that have been pretty much self-made are now featured in projections and screens on, in the ride. So I just thought yeah, that aspect fun. alone, going indoor, outdoor, all of it, a maze is good. Um, so yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Nice. Very nice. Nice picks. Nice picks. <laughs> um, real right. quick to go back to one of Nate's um, honorable mention, Club Blood. There was yeah. actually two mazes that there was one where you would uh, enter one maze. I can't remember the name of it, and I don't remember the theme of it. But as soon as you were done with that maze, it led right into Club Blood. That's yeah. right. That, that may two. have been a uh, lockdown asylum. asylum. Yeah, well, it was asylum led into Club Blood. Oh, then I did go to. <laughs> then I do. Then I did go into asylum. Yeah, like I know it for sure. That's I. It's. I just don't remember it. You know, like every. I feel like more and more theme parks are getting like more and more haunts are starting to do this. And I, I personally like it when you actually have to explore the whole theme park to go to the different mazes. But a lot of theme parks are guilty of having what I call a, a maze corner. And Knott's has one. I mean, Six Flags, Magic Mountain, Fright Fest has one. Universal Horror Nights has one. Everyone has one at this point, right? And that's just like a corner of the park where they have like so many more mazes than the rest of the park, right? Like for Fright Fest, it's it's uh, uh, Vault and and Reds Thanks. and Condemned and all that. They're over there, right? And then, you know, for, for Knott's, it's like Trick or Treat or that location, which was Wax, I think the Wax Factory or the Wax Museum. The uh, the uh, on waxworks that's what it's called thank you in uh in 2019 and then also they have the depths is now over there, uh, paranormal ink and then it was a space maze I believe for last year, those those mazes down there so but you're right those, so those those two back there right so that where paranormal ink now is where lockdown the asylum was and the, it's the building right behind it. And a lot of mazes have been there. I think Tooth Fairy is back there. Uh, Delirium was back there. If you guys remember Delirium. Um, and a bunch of really random mazes have like where it used to just be like you'd walk through one maze and immediately go through the second maze. And it was really interesting. It was really fun. And, and it just was um, kind of different. And I, I always was a little confused by it. I, I loved it, but it was really confusing. So I'm, I'm not surprised that they changed it now where you actually have to wait individually for each maze, you know, like the, the line for the second maze, you have to go around the backside of that first building. But I mean, it makes sense why they did it. But still, it was really cool. That you get to go like through two mazes for the price of one. Yeah, Club Blood was like the follow-up maze to, uh, I believe, lock down the asylum at the time. But yeah, sick. Right. But yeah. Shall we? All right. Number, number one. one. Number one. He number was number one. one. Schmitty Werber Eggerman Jensen maze. He was number one. <laughs> My number one is origins the curse of calico what and yeah i that to me let me just say like i think not only is that the origins of calico but that's how ghost town like it tells a story of how ghost town was created because there's the witch you got like all the iconic characters right there in ghost town and like you're going through the maze and like this is the story of how why and how it you know, Ghost Town was created. The most iconic scare zone 
in all of haunt history i think you know these are this is where the you know um the sliders first originated the witch you know everything everything about this maze was freaking awesome it had cool effects it got had the projections um there was that witch scene that was one of my favorites you're like watching her like talk and like she's like spinning around the room and it's like i think it's better uh it's one of the better mazes that they had depicting the witch because they've had the witch in other mazes before but this really tell it told the story of you know how how this scare zone was created and i that's why i i picked it and i think it's cool that like i was saying earlier um you know these characters these uh haunt actors got to create these characters themselves and now they're a living maze you know it's like this for that year i don't know hopefully they bring it back because it's such a good maze um I, I that's that's cool you know like what if we were like an icon yeah. you know featured in a maze it is really interesting i i do like that maze a lot um, uh, yeah that's my number one pick yeah hands down i i hope you know yeah. nas does a really good job of what they do and you know i'm hoping they top that because that was my favorite for sure yeah no, that maze was really cool um yeah, I, I, man, I, I'm not sure why I didn't put that on my honorable mentions. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of rethinking now. I'm like, you're right. That is a great maze. I, I liked it. Again, the Western theme. Way to go with the Western theme. You had to have it, right? I love Western stuff too. Western theme, it's fun. You have all their icon characters in there. And it's also just like, you kind of see the origins, not only of the scare zone and like of the ghost town lore, you also kind of see the origins of a lot of the characters, right? Like you'll see like them. Like, you see the dude turning into the big beast dude, right? I think his name is, like, Goliath or whatever they call him. Like, that massive guy is, like, an ox guy. You know, you see him, you see the bride, you see a bunch of people. Really, really a fun fun idea. So, like, way to go for it. You know, it, it felt like a maze that was really geared towards the fans, and I like that. Because it was, like, not – like, you know, it's like they have a lot of respect for their fans and for what they do. And they, they have a lot of uh, integrity with their with their own properties and with their own story and lore. And they turn it into a maze. So, I, I think I really appreciate that, you know. Most of all, so great pick. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. All right, I guess I'll get into my number one pick. Here we go, and man, I'm gonna try to talk about this quickly, but I have so much. I could talk about this for this maze for so long. My number one pick is for a long Dark time. Ride for a long time. Dark Ride, 2017. I'm gonna talk about it for a long time. It's Dark Ride, you guys. Oh my God, Dark Ride is. The only maze that's ever almost knocked out the thing from Horror Nights 2011 from my top spot of favorite maze of all time was Dark Ride. I absolutely love this maze. It is easily my favorite maze Knox has ever made. It's easily one of the coolest mazes I've ever seen for so many reasons. And I have so many good things to say about it. For starters, it's, I mean, like, okay, clowns and, like, I, I mean, I know clowns are very popular. I'm not, like, the biggest fan of, like, like spooky clowns. I guess it's very overdone. But this was such a fresh take on that and just such a fun theme. I, I loved going on these campy dark, like, I used to go on these, like, little horror dark rides at carnivals and stuff when I was a kid and be, like, all scared and, and spooked and stuff. Going through these, like, cheesy, crappy little dark rides, right? It's so fun. And this captured that feeling for me so well. The fact that you literally go in through an entrance it's supposed to be a dark ride 
and you're, you're supposed to be going through the ride station where you're getting on the dark ride. You can see the track on the ground where the quote unquote dark ride is supposed to go. Right? They made they literally made they, their attention to detail was so great they even put a little track on the ground where the dark ride is supposed to go that you're walking over. And then on top of that, you start going through all these crappy little scenes, right? With little ghosts like boo popping up and, and scaring you. And it's it's right in my alley, right? Where it's like, oh my god, this is so fun. It's literally like classic Halloween stuff, right? You're going through a classic haunted house dark ride with all these like fun little themes. And it just looks so campy and cheesy. And you're just like, wow, this is so weird. And you hear the music. The music sounds really cheesy. And then I was like, so at first when I walked in, I was like, I don't really get it. This is looks cheap, right? Everything about this maze looks really cheap. And you hear the soundtrack. But all of a sudden, the lights start flickering. And when the lights flicker, the soundtrack starts skipping. Like you're in a dilapidated dark ride that's been turned on for some reason. And you go, oh my god. It's supposed to look cheesy on purpose. It's supposed to look like a campy dark ride on purpose. This is what they're going for. Sure enough, you take the, the door is blocked. So you take a left and you go into the service. You start going through the service areas. And then these service areas are not only dark and intense and scary they're also like very realistic and the detail is so great and it's so fun it almost makes you appreciate the detail in the maze more because you're like wow it's like almost harder to do you think it's almost harder to make a maze look like a campy old cheap dark ride than it is to make it look beautiful you know what i'm saying like that to me is so artistic and so creative and so perfectly done because then you go into the service areas you're walking through the back part quote unquote right the back part of the ride where they're working on the cars or where, like the electrical stuff is where like electrical boxes are and stuff, the gear area, like what's controlling the ride, you know, like the, uh, the control booth and all that. And you're in the security room and you're, you're seeing in such good detail. And of course you got like the, like, you know, the, the, the bum clowns that are in there, you know? And so it's like, there's like little animatronic, like little ghosts and stuff popping up, like, ah, like trying to scare you, but they, they're not really that scary. Right. Cause they're super cheesy. And then you have like actual people in the maze hiding and stuff. And on top of that, there are some really cool scares. There's scenes where a clown comes out of a side of a piano. There is a scene where the chair is not actually, a, it's supposed to be a quote unquote animatronic, but it's a chair. It's actually an actor dressed up like a chair who stands up and scares you. Um, you go through like a, a campy little black light part, which is fun. You go past like the, the main hallway where that's where the piano is, where the guy scares out of the middle of it. But you go through like this main hallway and that's all supposed to be like this cheap little like, you know, haunted house room. It's just so fun. You, you see all the cars that's supposed to be the dark ride cars, like, on off the side, like, they've been taken off, right? Like, and it's like you're at a rundown carnival. It's You're at a rundown carnival, and you're going through this old dark ride, and there's just people dying, and there's, there's, there's crazy clowns, like, just crazy dudes living in there, killing people, right? And it's so fun, too, because you're in the carnival scare zone, and you can walk over to the theater that looks like the entrance to a dark ride and then go through the actual dark ride. But you're walking through it and it's a freaking maze. Like, how incredible is that? <laughs> like, you, you literally go through the scare zone and then from the scare zone, it perfectly segues you into the maze. It's like such a cool concept and you go straight into it. And I, it's, a, it's just so good how they time the flickering of the lights with the the uh, with the skipping of the, the soundtrack and the skipping of the music where it's like... And like the music will restart, but the lights are kind of like almost like the thing is like about to fall apart. It's just so fun. And then you go through the service areas, see the cars being worked on, and the, all the while there's like creepy, like quote unquote animatronics or creepy clowns that have taken over, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Nothing really supernatural about it. It's just a bunch of people who have taken over to Lapte Dark Ride. It's really, really fun. And it really feels like it's grounded in reality. I love that ride. 
The ending's really fun because it's really crazy and fun. The but however, the ending is probably my least favorite of the maze, to be honest. Is the ending part where everyone's um everyone's out and around like running around and stuff. When the actors are all running around and like sliding down the slides and stuff, it's really cool. But I, the ending part is still very cool. Like the big grand finale, but I, I, um, I just love that maze. Even the end, I, I, the ending's like my least favorite part. I still love it though. It's still perfectly done, and you still go through like the little gear room, like you said. It takes your photo. You can press some of the buttons, and like things will happen. And then they even show you your photo at the end. It's hilarious, man. Everything about it, like a real dark ride, and you, I just love that you follow the track of a real dark ride, and then you go into the service area. Like I think to me, it just kind of hits home with like, I love theme parks so much too. I love theme parks. I love creepy Halloween, like spooky classic original Halloween themes. And I just love like old dark rides from like theme parks. I think that's so much fun because for me, it's like going through a dark ride when I was a kid or going on one of those carnival dark rides that I go on as a kid and you're actually going to walk through it. But like weird stuff's happening and it's actually scarier than the dark rides actually were. Like just so, so perfect and like just such a good job. Like, like I don't, I don't even know where it falls flat for me when it doesn't beat the thing, in my opinion. But it's definitely up there. It's like a close second, if not tied for first in my book. It's probably my favorite like maze I've ever seen Knotts do. It's my favorite original property maze I've ever seen. I've never seen a better maze, in my opinion, than that one. And I got some great scares in there too. There was like a big. There's like no strobe light scares. There's just like fun people coming out of like the. The, the piano and the chair and they're coming from all over. And then all of a sudden there's just a, a strobe light scare randomly, which like almost dropped me. So good. Just everything about it. Just so much fun. So good. Like I love that maze. I hope it comes back this year. I'd love to see it one more time before they get rid of it, um, before they change for something new. Um, but easily my favorite maze I've ever seen at Knott's and one of my favorite mazes of all time. I, easily. I, I just love it. I just don't know. It'll be a long time until I see a maze that, that, scores as many points as that may have scored for me it was so good on so many levels so if you guys don't know what i'm talking about go look it up it's just so fun dark ride what an experience i'm so glad i got to experience that i remember even leaving not being like i love that maze i love that maze sitting at fright fest the next day we went on a thursday we, we, we were performing on friday at fright fest and telling my makeup artist oh my god you should see this maze it's so cool it's so cool you gotta go it's so good and telling everybody dark ride dark ride dark ride i love this maze so much seriously great job the, the team that did it, the people that were acting in it, congratulations. You guys had such an amazing run with Dark Ride. So I love that maze. And I'm going to hate to see it go. But I'm excited to see something try and beat it. You know, we'll see. I'll clap for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll clap for that. I'll clap, I'll clap for that, too. Great maze, man. Go look yes. it up on YouTube if you guys know what I'm talking about. Well, for my number one, I feel like it's a little anticlimactic because we've already talked about this maze like three times at this point. But... I went with Paranormal Inc. Um, nice. So rather than just describing the maze to you again, like we've already have, I will just say what I'm hoping for in the future, should it come back, I would hope that they change up the pre-show a little bit, now that they've had it for so many years, change up the pre-show, maybe even scrap the pre-show and some, come up with something even the same amount of creativity, but just maybe like start the maze right there. And then... Uh, Maybe take away the dual side of thing and like utilize more space to make the maze even longer. I don't know. Maybe they could go forward with that in the future. But I really do feel like this is probably the most solid time I've had on a maze at at, at Scary Farm, and the most solid time I've had in a maze outside of outside of Horror Nights. To be honest, like it's it's up there with the best of them. So that's my top spot. Great. Yeah. I I think the fun thing about Paranormal Inc. Two is that it's I I'm pretty sure. 
Paranormal Inc. is supposed to be a crossover with Lockdown the Asylum. I could be wrong. But it's yeah, kind of... It, it ties in somehow. Exactly. Because it not only is it in the same maze location as the Asylum used to be, it's also like you're in the uh, dilapidated Asylum. You know what I'm saying? Which is really fun. Yes. I, I think something that's really fun about Paranormal Inc. is that they could easily keep that theme and do Paranormal Inc. Uh, with whatever and then call it whatever else. They could do a hospital. They could do a graveyard. Yeah. They could do anything. Yeah. Yeah. They can make they could take the same type of monsters, the same theme, and just be like, oh no, we're you know, oh yeah, like that was a definitely a, a you know a, a blip in our show, but we're back with a season two. And this time we're at, you know, Paranormal Inc. We're investigating this creepy <laughs> whatever. They could do whatever they want with it and just make it super new, but keep the same paranormal theme, you know what I'm saying? With the same characters, and I think that'd be awesome. So you're right, that is a great maze. It's like we screwed up the first time, but we got it right the second time. <laughs> and then ghosts happen. Exactly. <laughs> well, good picks, guys. I mean, I wonder, I'm curious to hear what the people listening to this, what your top pick or top picks are. I feel like they should definitely send them in. Because this, this event has been around way longer than HHN, longer than Fright Fest. So I'm sure there's ones that were like way back when. I, I mean, I, I know there aren't there like historians of like, not scary farm or something like that yeah there, there has to I be like there is, 50 yeah. years 50 plus years of of an event you know such a, a fun it's really like you know ours okay hhn fright fest and not scary farm top three in southern california even though they're the only three in southern california really like that have like bomb mazes um you know, I feel like going through these, like these episodes and stuff, like we've come to realize, like, dude, there's so much more that we could, oh, like, definitely. creatively think of. And, like, I have ideas from this show, the last show, and the show before. It's like, there's so much to explore, you know? There's a lot of history, especially in the theme parks, because there's definitely other haunts out there. I mean, there's uh, there's Castle Dark. There's uh, Dark Harbor. Yeah, Dark you Harbor. Know, like the theme park, the theme parks like that go way back. The like the long running theme parks just have like so much history in general, and like why mazes couldn't be in one place due to whatever situation, construction or whatever. You know, there's so much history that goes into it. But um, yeah, great picks, great picks. Yeah, good I will job, clap guys. For all of those. I will also I'll clap for. I'll clap for that. I'll clap, I'll for, clap myself, for that. But you guys more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you did a great job. Good job today, guys. Now that we got the mazes out of the way, uh, our top five mazes of all time, uh, we're just going to go ahead and get into our next segue. And Nate, go ahead, take it away. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Short Circuit. This is our speed round category that we do at the end of each podcast now. We have a new special guest here for you guys today, and we are excited to see what he has to say about all of our fun questions that we prepared for him. Everyone, give a warm welcome to our friend, Tweak the Clown. What's going on? How you doing, Tweak? Good, man. How about you? Oh, you know, we're, we're doing good. We're discussing some mazes. We went through our top five not scary farm mazes this podcast, and we're uh, excited to, uh, yeah, see what you have to say about our super fun questions that we have exci- that we have in store for you. So, Well, I'm, uh, I'm excited, I think. Your, yeah, how, how is your brain? Is your, uh, have you been working today? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, you would say you're pretty tired? A little fried, yeah. Okay, perfect. perfect. That's exactly where we want you. So the whole point of this of this segment is short circuit. I mean, it's kind of a play on words, right? Because it goes fast, but it's also meant to short circuit your brain. It's kind of the point. We we want to see your, your yellow hair just ignite on fire. But what I was saying earlier is I, I want your brain to be like that episode of SpongeBob where he forgets everything and he's trying to remember his name. We forgot like, his name. Exactly. Like you forgot everything except your except uh, breathing and fine dining. And now you're trying to figure out your name. So. I know fine dining. Okay. Uh, got- perfect. If you know fine dining, then you're perfect for this category. All right. We're good. All right. So as usual, guys, we're going to do, we're going to do two different sections. The first section is called Speed Round, and that is where Blaze, Matt, and myself will go through one at a time asking seven unique questions. You're going to have five minutes to answer them, all right? Uh, and the whole point is you're not really supposed to think about these questions. Just just, just say it. You know, don't, don't let these questions keep you up at night. I want you just to just really not even think about it and just start, try to answer as fast as you can, okay? All right. You know, there there is no wrong answers except the wrong answers. So, right? Uh, exactly. exactly. It's going into your final grade review. So, yeah. Oh, God. My my report card? No, your uh your credit score. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, if Tweak, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready as I'll ever be. All right. There we go. So we're about to get right into our speed round. Blaze, are you ready with your questions? Let's go. Matt, you ready with your questions? Uh, that's affirmative. All right, Red Leader. I got my questions ready. Tweak, are you ready to be short-circuited? I'm ready with my questions. All right. I mean, then I have okay. your questions. Okay, perfect. He's already in the right side. That's where we want you. <laughs> exactly. All right. And then with that being said, I'll put five minutes on the timer. And here we go in three Two, one, let's go. Tweak, if you had an OnlyFans, how much would it be per month? Oh, easy. $2 million. Perfect. <laughs> Tweak, your arms are now cactuses. What do you do first? Uh, I'm going to slap Blaze. Fair enough. On the butt. You, you, nice. <laughs> UFOs, for that. UFOs are real now. Who's piloting them? I thought they've always been real. Well, they're confirmed real. Oh, they're confirmed real. Okay. Um, It's definitely going to be dolphins. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Tweak, why were we sliding that night? You see, I I was running, and I'm clumsy, and my boots are heavy, and I tripped. Perfect. Uh, Tweak, do you ever feel like you're in the scenario of Fight Club the movie? And if so, are you Tyler Durden or the narrator? I am definitely the narrator all the time. Baby Tweak, does he go for the pony ride or the trunk or treat trail? Mm-hmm. Trunk or treat trail. <laughs> Are you a toilet paper over or under guy? <laughs> Definitely over. If it's under, I'll switch it even at restaurants. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the better installment of the Fast and Furious franchise, the fifth or sixth? <laughs> and I'd say none of them. Tweak, Fair. are ghosts real? Yeah, they walk around like this. Pink clown, blue clown, green clown. Yeah, marry one, screw one, and kill one. Well, I'm already married to the blue clown. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. what were my options? 
That's the question. Uh, Squeak. Wait, 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 wait. Were you sliding that night? Um, it, it was called Falling the Style. I, I, I tripped. Does Halloween Horror Nights have more scare actors who are cringy at singing or open to the idea that the earth is flat? Definitely the earth is flat. <laughs> Tweak, what's your alter ego stripper name? Freak. Or twerk. <laughs> your correct answer would have been twerk. Twerk? Uh, all right. Say toy boat five times fast. Go. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Toy boat. There we go. Okay. Tweak, you are trapped upside down in a saw game trap. Would you pee on yourself in that position to release your restraints? Yeah, pee sterile. (laughs) Tweak, what's the strangest thing in your refrigerator? Uh, it's like this old chunky milk. It's been it's been aged. Nice. All right. In the movie High School Musical 2, was Troy Bolton wrong to focus on his job rather than pay attention to his friends? Yeah, jobs suck. <laughs> on that day, in theory, were you potentially moving in a motion that could be considered or perceived as sliding? No. That's my answer. No. Tweak, what is something everyone looks stupid doing? Sliding. It's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> All right. Tweak, do you think that you're actually better than everyone else, or are you just built different? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Michael Myers is trick-or-treating at your house. How many pieces of candy do you give him? The whole bag. Nice. Very Please. nice. I don't want him coming back. What's your favorite Blaze quote? Uh, free water. You did it, man. You finish, you finish it in four minutes and 14 seconds. So you've oh, successfully completed it. I am completed. better than everyone else. Ah, no, you're, I thought you said you're just built different. Yeah. Oh, it's better. It's a little okay. bit of both. All right. Definitely some nice dodges out of a tricky yeah, um, I, Deming ooh. question. I will I will commend you. Some of your, you definitely you slid your way out of a couple of those questions, just, much <laughs> like you were doing that one night. I was just following your style, guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, very nice. All right, well, you successfully completed the speed round, so congratulations on that. However, you're not out of the woods yet. And the reason oh. is because we are about to play a very special game that Matt and I came up with called Haunt or Not. All right. Okay. All right. And, and I'm not talking not as in not scary farm. Like we were just talking about today. I'm talking <laughs> not as in it, it doesn't exist. N-O-T, or not. It's N-O-T. Okay. Like not scary. Not scary farm. Got it. Not, like not, 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 scary not, not, not scary farm. Not's not, isn't not scary? <laughs> It's you decide. So same goes for this one. You're gonna have five seconds, right? And each one of these, and you're all you have to say is if the thing that Matt and I are describing to you, if it's actually a haunt or if it just is something that him and I made up with. All right. (laughs) Now here's the thing. You only have five seconds. If you take too long, we're just like kind of five, fourth until you answer, okay? So go Mm -hmm. quick. 
Definitely think about it. If you can get all 10, we both have five for you. If you can get all 10 correct, then we will keep going on to a couple extra. All right. So far, the running score, the running high score is nine correct. Okay. And that was nervous. from Fink last time. So Fink got nine correct. So that is the bar to beat. He wants to be a millionaire. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So that being said, now you know the rules. Matt, are you ready with your questions? I am ready. All right. I am also ready with my totally realistic, super real haunts. All right. Okay. Or not. Here we go. It starts right now, Bobo's Big Top of the Bazaar. Not. That is a haunt, actually. Oh it's God. a haunt. It was a maze, not scary farm in 2009. Bobo's? Okay. All right. That's okay, so. though. Don't worry about it. Here we go. Moving on. Big Don's Squat Rack. Not. That is correct. That is just something Woo! I made up. All right. <laughs> Willoughby's Brutal Planet. Not. Oh, someone wasn't oh. listening to our podcast, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was a 2008 hot. reference. 2008. 2008? It's an obscure, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Six Flags. Yeah. Wait, the maze I was in. Brutal Planet? No, Willoughby's Haunted Mansion. It was a precursor? It, it was, it's like, there. it was a whole thing. They, they did it a whole year where they tried to make every maze a Willoughby's maze. Oh, oh my God. Sorry, yeah, sorry. They, they they would do that. It's a little it's a little, little tricky. It's a little tricky. You know what though? I think we can give him that one because you put Willoughby's in front of it, which while that's the technical name, it seems like that's the reason why it's not even the the name of the maze. It's just okay. Brutal Planet. I know. Oh, okay. I have another one then. Then we'll just we'll scratch that one off your record, your permanent record. Okay. My, then my credit score. Your credit score. Here's the real third question. Ready? Jokester's Revenge. Jokester's Revenge. No, not. You're correct. That is Joker's not a haunt. Jokester's There we go. There it is, baby. Let's go. Very nice. All right. Pinocchio Unstrung. Haunt. Yes. That one was at haunt. All right. 17th Floor. Not. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tricky. Yeah, it was. In fact, it's, it's, a, it's a 13th floor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 13th door. 13th door. Not yeah, I think you're right. So I just, that sounds right. I changed the number and the, the, the noun. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Here we go. Vault 666 unlocked. Haunt. Yes! That's huh? very nice. All right. SeaWorld San Diego's Halloween. Uh, did they just release this today? Huh. It is not a haunt. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? San Diego's Hallow Scream. Oh, oh, how dare you? I know. I changed one word. I'm sorry. Shen Moo's scary spooky, spook. Spooky Harbor. That's what I thought, man. <laughs> All right. Moving on. The Ring Down the Well. Do movies count? Well, the, it's not a, it's just a, it's like, <laughs> not correct. Woo. All right. Very nice. And then here's my last question for you before Matt's murder house productions. Mm, we'll say haunt. That is correct. It is. A haunt. Oh. Nicely done. It's based in California. 
Yeah. This one's a little bit of an artistic one. It Depression. Is. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Depression. Not. That's correct. Oh! Very nice. Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. All right. Congratulations, Sweek. You got eight out of ten right. I know they were a little bit harder. I'm sorry. We definitely we did we did a lot of fool 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 ones in there, like fake ones. You know, fool's gold. I mean, that's still a B on my credit score, so we're good. That's true. That is true. And you're only behind the the all-time record by one, so that's not bad. That's I'm not just bad. built different. Yeah. I just I, built. <laughs> yeah. And I I want to just correct myself too before I sound like an idiot for anybody that's out there listening. I call it the thirteenth door. It's actually the seventeenth door. I was right. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I I've also been, no, I've also been short circuiting as well. I, I put 17th floor, but a 17th door. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm also short circuiting. Clearly, I've been talking for too long. <laughs> oh. How did you I just want to throw a bonus one. Oh, a bonus oh, one. Okay. Bonus one. I just want to throw it, but it's uh, it's like whose lane is anyways, where the points don't matter. Oh, but, okay. Uh, okay, quarantine. <laughs> I'm gonna say not, but I want it to be. It is a hot. It is a hot. Yeah, right. Based off the movie Quarantine, actually. Well, the point That's that matters. So. Old one. That one was that. that was, it was a maze at knots for a while. It was an old maze hmm. though. So fun. Fun fact about that one. That one is actually the first of its kind to be released as a maze before the movie came out. Way way before. HHN did it. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was a weird one. Definitely was a weird one. I didn't one. know it was ever a maze. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's super cool. All right. But anyway, Sweet, congratulations. You figured it out. Um, one last question for you. The DMV, haunt or not? DMV is definitely a haunt. Okay. Worst haunt of my life. I, I just had to ask everybody. You know, thank you. Thank you for answering that. Very nice. All right, Tweet. Congratulations on the speed round and haunt or not. Thank you for playing. You did a great job today. Successfully completed the speed round. Got a very high score on the haunt or not category. And yeah, you did pretty good. How do you feel about yourself? How's, how does your head feel? Kind of kicking myself for coming behind the thing, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll live. Yeah. Okay. Very, very nice. All right, Tweek. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being here, and we will talk to you soon. All right, guys. All right, buddy. Later, buddy. Hey, uh, real hey. quick, I just want to uh, make an announcement, if that's cool Ooh. with you, Blaze. Yeah, I just want to make an announcement. Um, so we, the Exile Bros, are going to have a brand-new merch store coming out for this fall season, and there's going to be a lot of fun fun crossovers with um blaze and other characters so i'm not going to say too much about it but we're going to have a completely brand new um merch platform out there um and a lot of the designs are going to be fire so come check us out i will make an announcement later on uh via instagram when it's all ready to go yep absolutely sweet and if also, you like, yeah, go for it. You go for your announcement. I have an announcement. I'm gonna too. edit that out just so, just so everybody's <laughs> aware. <laughs> <laughs> and also, um, as I say every week, you guys, I do live streams. This is uh, Nate at the Sharknado on Twitch. You guys, if you guys want to um, come watch the stream, I also just answer questions and talk for like five to six hours straight. If you guys enjoy the podcast, 
and wish you have questions or reactions to thing live, but you guys can't because obviously you're listening to this, you know, however many weeks after we record it. If you guys want to come and just actually say hi and also, you know, ask me questions while I'm live, you guys can totally do that. I will talk about whatever. I always have so much time on my hands when I'm streaming. Um, so come on by, guys. I have a lot of fun over there. Um, that's at the Sharknado with an O at the end of it on Twitch, guys. You can ask me whatever Fright Fest, whatever haunt question you want. And, uh, yeah, come say hi. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I've been on while yes. watching him play. And I like my favorite thing about that is the little sounds, the yeah. little sound I got bar. a free soundboard. Soundboard. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just oh, like yeah. chiming in whenever. Yep. It's fun. It, it keeps it interactive. You know, you can come in and uh, play a sound while we're talking or while I'm doing whatever. And it's a lot of fun seeing people uh, trying to time the sounds of whatever's going on on the screen, you know. Fortunately, we don't have one of those on this podcast because, man, only knows. What, we only know what would happen <laughs> with that. It'd be crazy. Imagine. <laughs> and his name yeah. is John Cena. Like, so my favorite maze of all time is, and his name is John Cena. It's like, okay, I got to wait for this sound bite to be over before I continue talking. But, oh, man. Well, guys, I had a lot of fun talking with you guys. This is a bit, This has been a fun three-part episode of our favorite mazes of theme parks. Um, thanks a lot for joining me. Uh for the fans out there, thanks, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank uh, you guys. Thanks, don't guys. forget to check out the Exile Bros Instagram. They got a lot of announcements going on on there. It's uh, what, what's your guys' Instagram? It F- is FF underscore Exile Bros. Yep, yep, yep. All right, right sick. All right, guys, uh, keep checking out these uh, these shows. Uh, don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Check yep. out my merch. And that's all we show got for tonight. At, show up at Blaze's house. He's having a pizza party next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only 17 miles uh, uh, south of, of Albuquerque. So come on by, guys. And don't forget to ask Tweak why he was sliding. Exactly. If you see Tweak, ask him why he was sliding. Please. Please ask him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a nice right, day, everybody. Guys. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Are we just going right into this bad boy or what? Are you down? Down, dude. Okay, let's do it. I'm down. Dude. I'm down. Are you um, down? I'm down, dude. I'm down. Okay, I'm down. Matt, are you, are you down, Matt? I'm down. Okay, hey, Gmo, Matt just said he's down. Are you down? Uh, I. Wait, did Matt say. If Matt's down, I'm down. Okay, that if the boys wait, are on, are I'm down. Wait, wait, you're down too, or? I don't know, I'm down. If the boys down, are down, boys. I'm down. Okay, yeah. if, if both of you are down, I'm down. Oh, right, wait, 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 wait. Everyone, okay, everyone, roll call. Uh, when I ask your name, just say if you're down or not. Okay, uh, 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 Blaze. Down. Matt. Down. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm down too. Okay, that makes three of us. <laughs> I was like the kid who was like late. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I gotta stop, dude. I got, I got, hold on, I got, I gotta turn my camera off. I can't. I can't talk like this, dude. I can't talk I'm like sorry, this. Nate. It's okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, I couldn't you. do. It. I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Dude. It was so funny. And Matt, Matt got so close to his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see you. Oh! Hey! oh! Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, dude. If I could, dude, I'd just crawl into your beard and make a little cabin and live in it. Oh, sorry. I'm joking. We got to cut this out.
<laughs> Sorry, boys. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm choking on my dinner that I'm making right now. Um, okay. Sorry. Restarting. <laughs>